0: This is the Troll Patrol, live, with Justin Freakin'.
1: I've noticed I always do this weird head thing whenever I come on, I'm like shaking my head as the the intro is happening. Kind of annoys me. (laughs) It's something I've noticed like going back and and putting the, the show up on the podcast. Anyway, good evening, welcome, it's the Troll Patrol, live, it's a freaking Sunday, Sunday, it's a freaking Sunday. I didn't do this shit yesterday, so it has to be Sunday. Good evening. Not high enough for this shit. Board, Warlord. So glad to see you guys. Haven't seen you guys since Friday night. We watched the. Horrific is not a, a strong enough word to cover it. I might have to go to the Thesaurus and see if we can get a Word that does... Oh, somebody tried to call on Friday night. I'm sorry. I did not have the phone lines open because we were doing... the footage from Memphis. For us... Horrific was the word I was using. We were looking for a synonym for horrific that might actually... Compass what the police did in Memphis. Abominable, appalling, awful, cruel, disgusting, dreadful, eerie, frightful, ghastly, grim, grisly, gruesome, hair raising, heinous, hideous, horrid. All of those terms. Apply, and none of them are strong enough, I don't think. Abhorrent, beastly, blood-curdling, detestable, loathsome, still not strong enough to convey the feelings I have towards the Memphis Police Department for what they did to that poor young man who was completely innocent said they pulled him over for reckless driving and we don't even have proof that that happened that's in question unfortunately if you want to talk about reckless driving and the cops tonight i got two different stories at least in texas killed three former student athletes probably former student athletes because they dead now thanks to the cops Seattle, a grad student was ran over by a cop who was speeding. Once, I might actually agree with Jim Jordan, who says that no amount of training is going to be able to change the cops, which is true. Experts say policing definitely needs restructured. We're going to hear from the mom of Tyree Nichols. We also got a man telling his story about his experience with the Scorpion unit which has now been disbanded. We're going to talk about the shooting that happened today in Jerusalem, which follows a mass shooting that happened yesterday in Jerusalem. Also, days might be off. It might have been yesterday in Jerusalem and the day before in Jerusalem because I think it's already tomorrow there. Confuse the hell out of everybody. Visual warns a of a war with China on Fox News, of Fox News, so take it with a grain of salt. Putin is reacting to Zelensky calling him a nobody. He sure does need billions of dollars from the US to fight a nobody. Bergen torture suspect. I don't even know the details of the story, but that sounds horrid. I believe they are still on the loose. We will get an update on that. The Paul Pelosi attacker. I've got multiple videos to show you. We're going to see the actual raw video from the attack of Pap on Pelosi. I'm gonna show you a clip from Fox News where a dumb fuck right winger is disputing the events that are occurring on the video that is being shown on the screen in front of him on Fox News. And Paul Pelosi's attacker called a TV station. Sir, that is not how you should use your one call. The Trump campaign is kicking into high gear. George Santos, I would like to go one day without talking about this motherfucker, but day is not that day gave a speech a Holocaust going to explain why that is so appalling. Alabama uh an Alabama politician who sexually assaulted a woman is suing the police department for arresting him for sexually assaulting a woman. Show you wild video from North Carolina where a home exploded. Uh Kansas video out of Kansas. I'm going to show you a tractor trailer dragging a Kia down the road. Video of escaped Virginia inmates who have now been captured thanks to ring camera footage of them going through someone's yard. Glenn Greenwald went on Fox News, was asked about making a turn towards being a right winger. Our good friend friend of the show, friend of the show, Bryson Gray, MAGA rapper and friend of the show, Bryson Gray says that his video will make you pro-life. I have my doubts, but I'm open-minded. Gordon Peterson went on with Joe Rogan, had some thoughts on Greta Thunberg. Speaking of Greta, we're going to go to her arch nemesis, or at least someone talking about her arch nemesis, as Zuby is going to tell us about Andrew Tate's hidden message. to be on the lookout for the green comet this week in the sky, and show you video of a bear taking a bunch of selfies. Oh, I will definitely ta- uh, check out the Ukrainian kitten video. That's right up my alley. The scat man, De- ba bu- 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 org that's my that's my goal is every night i'm I'm bringing you the weirdest and most interesting stories from across the internet. We troll the news play oblivion put me on in the background I'm not high enough for this shit we're going to talk about, but we're gonna get there the thing I'm most excited about is the excited is the video of the Paul Pelosi attacker and then the dude on Fox News face-planting. Paul Pelosi's attacker actually calling a local TV uh, show. The channel points will still uh, uh, accumulate, won't they? Just ever so often you've got to uh, go over and hit hit the button. They'll accumulate. DJ Dub, good evening, Pork. I don't know if I told you, good evening, Simp. So glad to see all of you. I mean, my goal is to make this must see viewing. Join me every night at eight PM Eastern. Find out what that news be doing. Yeah, I don't really know how it start. I just know like uh, when I'll have Echoplex on the in the background a lot. And I'll, just, I'll flip over and I'll see the, the thing. And I'll be like, ooh, let me claim my channel points. We're talking like, I got like 40,000, 50,000 over there. I probably need <laughs> probably need to use them more. This is, is footy ball going on tonight? It's like one of the championship games, isn't it? It's like the AFC or the NFC championship game tonight. I don't know. I don't watch sports. I did watch the Royal Rumble last night, however. Bitcoin. That's what I wanted to call like my... I looked into possibly starting my own... uh, um, Blockchain token or whatever the fuck they call it. It's too much work. I'm not I'm not going through all that But I thought like oh man troll coin or freak coin people be into that Cancel Justin indeed I'm back on YouTube. I've put some videos on YouTube, but like I Just made the Madison Cawthorn video of him like eating the raw meat and, and stuff. I don't think I'm gonna put that on YouTube just because I'm worried that like, that might be too violent. So we'll 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 put all the stuff on YouTube that might be controversial come February 3rd. That's when my one of my strikes expires. I'm so glad you guys pointed out to me what was wrong with my my channel trailer, and I can take that that shot out. And man, like I, I went back. I love that shot. That is one of my favorite shots I've ever done from any of the work, any of my work that I've done. The one with the knife. Um, Kilty Tweed is her name. Fantastic actress. It's the the original. Also, like, got her in mid-carve. Her eyes, her eyes being so expressive. Apparently the knife, because I got, um, I got flagged for inciting violence. Yeah, I think there are a lot of people that like to like put YouTube up on the, on like their TV, on their Roku box or on their smart TV. And then they'll comment on chat and Twitch, which is totally cool. I am a left wing grifter. And I also appreciate you keeping an eye on the YouTube because the crazies do show up over there. (laughs) Though the crazies were on the Facebook. I wasn't prepared for that. I wasn't prepared to have almost a thousand people on Facebook the other night. And I didn't see anything in the chat. But I saw the chat make comments about there being crazy stuff in the chat from Facebook. So if any of you, I don't um, I don't know if there's anybody that does use Facebook. If you would like to be a mod on Facebook, get up with me on, on Discord or on Facebook and I will mod you on Facebook so you can keep the peace over there. apparently some nights we'll just have 800-900 people show up and that's that's cool ended up averaging like 130 for the whole stream because we got down to about like 50 or 60 by the end of it I think most of those are by the by the end of the stream most of the people that were watching were on twitch that was really cool other than the shitty subject matter we were doing that was a very cool evening have that many people jump in, even if it was Facebook. Uh, when I click on my stuff to manage, like it's kind of all in one place, like Instagram and Facebook. Is you like when I click on the thing to manage my stuff, it's called Meta, the Meta dashboard or whatever. But I think the app itself is still called Facebook. And let me tell you, it is it is wonky. It don't work right most of the time. The meta dashboard sucks, Ducky Tater. I do encourage uh, any of you, if you are fans of pro wrestling, to check out the Royal Rumble from last night. I won't I won't spoil anything, but my God, my God! I don't have the picture. Thank you, Sharpie. I've, I have not seen a crowd go that fucking nuts. And, you know, Roman Reigns is very popular. He is a very popular bad guy. But there was an arena full of people chanting, Fuck you, Roman. <laughs> That's how you do it. That's wrestling. It was so good. Some people are calling it like the greatest the greatest angle of all time. <laughs> Efficiency is the key. Well, that's never happened before. Pulled my headphones right off. For those of you listening to the podcast audio, my microphone snagged my headphones, pulled them right off, but they... They landed neatly, as if I was depositing them on the on the uh, uh, boom arm. So wild! All right, let me let me take another hit here, and then we find out what that news be doing. Fortunately, unfortunately. unfortunately it's just another day in mass shooting Israel, Israel, that I know of, a mass shooting did not take place today, that I know of, uh, I would have to check on the, on the one in California, I don't know if enough people were injured to call it a mass shooting, and also it appears that it was domestic as, a, as opposed to, we're, we're so used to uh, just senseless killing. We're so used to senseless killing in this country that, you know, when a, a shooting has a reason, like a dude was disgruntled with the ballroom or the, the, the worker went postal at the, at the shrimp farm, it's, it kind of, ah, at least it wasn't just for any reason, you know, or no reason at all. At least, at least they had a reason. It wasn't just senseless. I don't even know how I got off on that tangent. Voodoo, good evening. We're going over to Israel where multiple shootings have happened. As violence is popping off, um, a raid the other day by Israeli forces killed... What, 10, 11 Palestinians? I don't remember what the body count was. Now there are escalating tensions between the two sides, multiple attacks. Tonight,
2: America's top diplomat headed to the Middle East as a spiral of deadly violence grips the region, posing a pivotal test to Israel's new far-right government. CBS's MTS Tayyip reports.
0: The streets of occupied East Jerusalem are, yet again, a crime scene following a second shooting there in less than 24 hours. This time, the alleged shooter was a 13-year-old boy from the Palestinian neighborhood.
1: Cralio good evening. And yes, by the strictest definition of the word genocide, you can call this a genocide. If you, if you think genocide is too harsh, it most certainly is an ethnic cleansing, which is a component of genocide. A lot of people want to be very... CAUTIOUS WHEN USING THAT WORD, SOMETIMES OVERLY CAUTIOUS.
0: ACCORDING TO ISRAELI POLICE, HE WAS QUOTE, NEUTRALIZED AND TAKEN INTO CUSTODY. THE TWO VICTIMS ARE IN CRITICAL BUT STABLE CONDITION IN HOSPITAL. TODAY'S GUN ATTACK, PART OF A WAVE OF VIOLENCE TO GRIP THE HOLY CITY. On Friday, another Palestinian gunman shot dead seven Israelis and injured three more near a synagogue on Jerusalem's outskirts, the deadliest gun attack since 2008. Angry Israeli protesters took to the streets shortly afterwards, chanting death to terrorists and death to Arabs. Also, there. Well, that sounds really racist an ultranationalist previously convicted of incitement to racism against Palestinians and who is now Israel's new national security minister. A day earlier, Israeli forces carried out a massive raid in the occupied West Bank city of Jenin, killing nine Palestinians in what was the territory's deadliest single day for years, leading Palestinian officials to cut security ties with Israel and armed Palestinian factions in Gaza to fire rockets into Israeli border communities. Secretary of State Anthony Blinken's planned visit to Israel and the occupied... I just, if,
1: I, if I could talk to the Palestinians, like, please don't fire the rockets. I feel like that doesn't, it doesn't do any good. They got the Iron Dome. You, you aren't going to do any damage with your rockets. Very few get through and the Israelis use it as propaganda. Now I'm not one to tell you how to take direct action against an oppressor. I, that's just the the
0: way I see it. Secretary of State, Anthony Blinken's planned visit to Israel and the occupied West- Bank. Israel already has Newtons. ...dominated by these latest tensions, amid growing questions over what, if anything, can be done to calm this highly volatile situation. In FIOS Time, CBS News. Tel Aviv
1: I it's not my place to tell anybody how to fight their oppressor, but it's just from from the way I see it they don't do any good and there there are other means and they're just used as propaganda against their efforts but who am I to tell a people that have been oppressed for decades now half a century or more that you know, your way of, of fighting against your oppressor is wrong. Mimi, me me, 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 me. Good evening, Mr. Balls. Good evening. So glad to see all of you. Everybody who has snuck in during the Israeli story. We got a motherfucker over on Fox News saber rattling about China. And that worries me. Now, we've, we've got into this many times. I don't know um, if we have some sort of conflict with China. Sitting Cow, good evening. Uh, Bob, Bob Doddy. Good evening, my friend. So glad to see you, Bob. Yeah, the Chad's going to tell you to be on your best behavior. I unbanned Bob personally, as long as he's not being... Um, as long as he's not being abusive totally let Bob stay and I didn't I didn't see anything that was abusive I saw uh, borderline trolling but this is the fucking troll patrol so who, who am I to tell people like ah, oh, you come in here trolling you get the boot hey Justin
3: are you trolling
1: perfect angel indeed As we've talked about before like a conflict with China to me would be very localized in the strait between China and Taiwan I don't see either country invading the other and neither neither could that possibly go well China's army is young they're not as well trained well equipped technologically advanced as we are but there's probably a lot more of them (laughs) there's probably a hell of a lot more of them
4: a four-star u.s air force general telling his officers to prepare for war with china within two years instructing them to drill service members with quote the full understanding that unrepentant lethality matters most General, General Mike Minahan head.
1: Of- okay so Bobby that's no. you're actually wrong on that. We don't rely on everything from China. We, we, we our companies have moved on from China like they're, they're places where the labor is even cheaper. Cambodia, Indonesia, Malaysia uh, China has become too expensive to be able to exploit. What, the problem and the issue that we need to... And India, yeah, India is another one. Uh, the problem that we need to hone in on and why we're at a tension with China is because of Taiwan and the manufacturing of uh, chips. Truth is a lie. Good evening. Glad to see you, my friend. Thank you for being a freaking follower. Shelley. good evening. So... The country of Taiwan is also like a quasi-corporation. It's this weird uh, public-private entity. And they keep strict control over the next-gen chip manufacturers. They will allow chips to be manufactured elsewhere in the world, but not the next-gen. They keep a monopoly on that. They're all manufactured in Taiwan and our technology depends on their manufacture of those chips and that's kind of why we have been strategically looking after Taiwan which exists in a weird part of China like it's not like Hong Kong where China actually has a legitimate claim and was handed the the country back over to China or the city Uh, Taiwan exists in this weird part of China but also has a a form of independence and China wants to reunite the whole of China, which would include Taiwan. That is what the... And if they were to reunite China and have Taiwan, they would have control of the next generation chips. That is the U.S. interest in Taiwan, just like when we're talking about Ukraine. The U.S. interest in Ukraine is keeping a flow of natural gas and oil from the Caspian Sea.
4: Of the 50,000-member Air Mobility Command, warning, quote, United States presidential elections are in 2024 and will offer Xi a distracted America. Doug Bandao is a senior fellow at the Cato Institute specializing in foreign policy and he joins us now. Doug, what do you make of this general's assessment? Is it accurate?
1: Ralph Wiggum grew up to become Doug of the what institute? Ralph, I'm glad you did well for yourself and you're like booking the big fees to come on Fox News and give us your opinion.
4: a distracted America. Doug Bandao is a senior fellow at the Cato Institute, specializing in foreign policy, and he joins us now. Doug, what do you make of this general's assessment? Is it accurate? Do you agree with it?
5: I think it's excessive. China is a very serious challenge to America, but it's important not to treat war as inevitable. A number of European countries did that before World War I and that accelerated the slide towards conflict. No one wants a war in this case. It'd be horrible for both countries. So we don't want to treat it that way.
4: What would be that red line that would cross us over there? Is that Taiwan, a move towards Taiwanese independence? Is is that what would cause it?
5: The general view is that China is willing to put up with a certain amount of uh, kind of separatist activity, but any move they saw as going towards independence would force them to act. And most policymakers, I think, are convinced China would take military action then. So that would be the danger move. That would potentially be the red line of conflict. Getting into the the danger zone. If it was willing to go to war with a major conventional power with nuclear weapons.
4: Are we ready for that?
5: I don't believe so at the moment. A lot depends on what our allies would do. And frankly, we need a conversation with the American people. Are they prepared for a real war where American aircraft carriers could be sunk, planes could go down, ships could be destroyed? This wouldn't be Iraq. This wouldn't be Afghanistan.
1: There are multiple things wrong with what he said. First of all, that notion that you looked at Iraq and Afghanistan as if you could just go in and and big dick them all over the place, that was wrong. That's not what happened. Plenty of planes and helicopters went down in Iraq and Afghanistan. What, what is this dude smoking? Please, 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 Doug Bandal. I I would love to have the shit that you were purchasing.
5: And to go to war with a major conventional power with nuclear weapons.
4: Are we ready for that?
5: I don't believe so at the moment. A lot depends on what our allies would do. And frankly, we need a conversation with the American people. Are they prepared for a real war where American aircraft carriers could be sunk, planes could go down, ships could be destroyed? This wouldn't be Iraq, this wouldn't be Afghanistan. This would be the real deal.
1: How worried are you that our military and like how insulting is that to the four thousand something soldiers that we lost in Iraq alone? The Half a million, that 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 some uh, NGOs estimate, died in Iraq. Not to not even to count Afghanistan, all the people who lost their lives there. Oh, those weren't real wars. That didn't take twenty years, and drain our treasury. This dude is is a ghoul. Fucked this dude.
4: Is focus and and that they are distracted by woke policy. Not even like to
1: account the, the suicides and the veterans the and all the what the, the cancers government. and the burn pits and everything that happened. Oh my, like, this dude is an absolute monster.
5: The government and the US military do best is deal with major crises that other countries can't deal with. No, we don't. And you're quite right. There are a lot of distractions out there that if we want to be prepared for a war with China, You've got to focus on that. It's not the Middle East. Frankly, it's not even Europe that the Europeans are much better, you know, able to uh, deal with. We've got to focus on this. And again, we want to make this a very conscious decision. It's not something you sleepwalk into. This would be an extraordinary conflict.
4: And there have been war games that have obviously been played. How do those turn out? How does America turn out in those war games?
5: A lot of the US loses. Even when the US wins, it's a catastrophic cost. There was a recent one that had the sinking of two U.S. carriers.
1: But yet he's pushing for it. Does it not seem that he is very pro war with China?
5: You you have 5000 sailors on a carrier going down, losing lots of aircraft. So this again, we can't go into this assuming we would win and we can't go into this assuming the Chinese would back down. This is for them is an existential issue. It's a long ways away from America. Taiwan is as close to China as Cuba is to America. Imagine China trying to defend Cuba from the United States.
4: Yeah, no, it's uh, what you're saying is, is, is truly alarming. Um, do you think that the Biden-
1: Yeah, but we've already got bases and shit established in Taiwan.
5: I think they are. I think they recognize the danger here. It's good, frankly, that we're getting some communication again between Beijing and Washington. We've got to talk. There have to be dialogue here. Because, uh, again, it's easy to see major powers kind of sleepwalking into a conflict making assumptions that the other side won't get involved. Was that a both shot at Joe Biden? Both governments have to know what's going on and what their interests and God, red lines man. are.
4: Yeah. I'm not as confident as you, Doug. I feel like our president is compromised by the Chinese. Um, and that concerns me, um, in this situation, but I appreciate your analysis and you coming on our
1: show. Well, that was wild. Neither of those people should be allowed in front of a camera or microphone ever. Like they are both blithering idiots and dangerous blithering idiots and the amount of money being thrown at both of these chuckle fucks is just astronomical. What in the world is going on with our society? We've lost our ever-loving minds. Apparently, Vladimir Zelensky called Vladimir Putin a nobody, and Putin didn't like that.
6: Kiev this morning, and Russia's answer to the West.
7: Yes, usually to. to... Fuck indeed. Not far away. You never get used to that. No.
6: In total, 55 rockets were directed towards Ukraine today. More than 10 people died. The biggest air offensive for a fortnight. Most of the missiles were intercepted, but some evaded the country's air defence dome. Yesterday, President Zelensky walked the corridors of the dimly-lit presidential palace and warned that Putin is preparing for a new, even deadlier, assault. Mr President, there's talk of a Russian surge coming soon. When do you think that might be? Ангай препаред аї
8: ми бачимо кілька днів накопичення і більш потужні удари і наступи. Вони накопичують, вони продовжують це робити. Може бути кілька хвиль, і це правда. Наступальних дій залежать від міцності
1: нашої. There is a, like, so Zelensky has been purging people from the government in a corruption scandal. I haven't brought that up because I don't know enough about it. I haven't actually sat down and done the research. Probably should have done it. It would have fit in well here tonight, but I didn't have time. Don't always have time to research all the stories. Allow me to uh, translate for the people Listening to the podcast, so overall, for the last few days, we've already seen a buildup in more powerful attacks and offensives.
8: They are continuing to build up. There could Na-stupan
1: be a few waves of their offensive attacks. It is true. It all depends on our defensive
8: strength.
6: NATO countries may have promised heavy firepower in the form of Challengers, Abrams and Leopard tanks. Their reports suggest delivery could take weeks, if not months. Perhaps now is the time to talk peace. Do you ever wonder what might happen if you were in a room alone with President Putin? Would that help at all to resolve this war? I don't
1: know how that works.
8: It's not interesting for me, not interesting to meet, not interesting to speak, Uh, why, because we had meeting with him in Normandy format, it was before the full-scale invasion. I saw the man who said one thing and then did another.
6: Is it too late now?
8: Too late? Not interesting. Who is he now? After full scale invasion, for me, he's nobody. Nobody.
6: His comments to Sky News infuriated Moscow.
8: I
1: don't think there's a need for an answer. We know what promises Mr. Zelensky was making while running for president. It's not hard at all for us to recall them, nor is it hard to remind the voters who voted for him in Ukraine about them, He was preparing for war. So he himself has long ceased to be a possible opponent for President Putin.
6: From critics in the Kremlin, furious at Zelensky, referring to the Russian leader as a...
1: So the Kremlin responded back to Zelensky calling Putin a nobody with, yeah, I know you are, but what am I?
6: Nobody to somebody who is a somebody to you is boris johnson um would you like to see him have an official public role as a uk envoy to ukraine
8: official who who, who will be i don't know he an embassy he will be ambassador from britain in ukraine with pleasure (laughs) (laughs) with pleasure he's good guy and i'm not i'm not i'm not sure that he's ready for such status because
1: Warlord, you still in here throwing some shade at your boy, Boris? <laughs> laughing, laughing about the possibility of Boris Johnson serving as an envoy. No, but who knows? I, I mean,
8: that was pleasure, with pleasure. I saw Johnson in different situations. I saw him in not in war and then in full scale war. That's why we have special relations.
6: Zelensky's closest ties, though, are with his family. The president told of private moments he shares with his son conversations not about playground antics but about battleground offensives
1: it's it's your
8: son's given you that they they speak about it not about children's not about their you know games between each other not about soccer yes mm-hmm. no no dialogues about soccer though so that is the difference but we will we will change this situation
1: I feel like he just said that he takes tactical advice from his kid who looked to be, what, eight, nine, (laughs) ten? What world do we live in? Doing the news is surreal. The shit you hear. I, I feel like America has the power to end the war when they want to. I feel like it's going to hurt for Ukraine. I feel like they're giving up something. Once again, I don't know. Foreign affairs isn't my thing. I do domestic politics and, and true crime shit. That's my thing. That's my, that's my bailiwick. Speaking of true crime, we're going to go to Oregon, where police warn that the Oregon tort- torture suspect is using dating apps while on the run.
9: There is a manhunt underway right now in Oregon, where police are warning a man is using dating apps to lure in new victims. They say 36-year-old Benjamin Foster is wanted after a woman was found bound unconscious. Looks, looks
1: about right. That's uh, For those of you listening to the podcast, this is what I would call proud
9: boy chic. A near death in Grant's Pass. On Thursday night, police and federal agents seized his car and arrested a woman for hindering prosecution, but Foster got away. Police say he may be using those apps to find people to unwittingly aid in his escape. In 2019, he was charged with two similar crimes in Nevada, but was allowed to strike a plea deal, making him eligible for parole less than a year after beginning his sentence.
10: Hello, I'm Mark Brown. Get more great ABC Mark Brown,
1: thank you. You you have provided us with so many news hits. Dude using Tinder to try to make an escape. I can't believe he got out after a year. That's that's just insane. Content warning. Barquad, good evening. I don't think I saw you earlier. I don't think I, I don't think I shouted you out earlier. Oh, the scorpion unit. Scorpion unit has been shut down in Memphis. Content warning, we're going to be talking about the brutal murder. Of Tyrese Nichols, we're going to hear from his mom. And for once, we may even agree with Gymnasium Jordan.
2: It said it would shut down the crime fighting unit that included officers charged in the death of Tyree Nichols. The so-called Scorpion unit had a reputation for using aggressive tactics. Those officers now fired faced second-degree murder and other charges in the death of the 29-year-old following his violent arrest earlier this month. Today, people in Memphis turned out to demonstrate after videos were released showing Nichols anguish as officers hit him with a baton and repeatedly punched, kicked, and pepper sprayed him. In a tweet today, former president Barack Obama described those actions as quote vicious and unjustified and a painful reminder of how far America still has to go in yeah,
1: fixing Balls, our
2: streets. CBS's Elise Preston is in Memphis tonight and leads us
11: off. Elise, good evening. Good evening to you, Adriana. There are still a few protesters here, but the weather has largely stopped people from coming out despite the outpouring of grief following the release of the video. We have to warn you, some of this footage is disturbing. Oh, we know. I can't do anything. Pain and protest over newly released videos showing Memphis police officers beating Tyree Nichols. The police chief told CBS's Jeff Pegase she questions the reason officers gave for pulling Nichols over in the first place, alleged reckless driving. And it's
12: very puzzling for me that I don't have the information that I need
11: to at least understand what started this. Today, G.A. Hardaway, who represents Memphis and the-
1: I do, I do want to point out, we watched all of the videos. Memphis police were selective about what they actually released to us. We never saw footage from the initial interaction. We didn't see body cam footage from the other officers that were standing around while the beating was occurring. Like one of them, we couldn't even really see what was going on because he knocked his body camera off or his arm was covering it up. So they only let us see what they wanted us to see. One of the things that I I found particularly telling was, was one of the cameras the cop said that Tyree reached for his gun. I don't believe that for a second no, nowhere in any of the footage did we see that to be the case
11: at all. Tennessee yeah. legislature is demanding more transparency from the police chief about the so-called scorpion police unit.
13: The officers were a part of who decided that we needed a scorpion unit with that kind of uh, leeway with just a wild wild west attitude.
11: The police chief says the Scorpion unit had three teams of about a few dozen street officers who targeted violent offenders in high crime areas. Today, the Memphis Police Department announced it's now deactivated the unit. Memphis Police say other officers are also under investigation. Two Shelby County deputies have been relieved of duty without pay while their conduct is investigated, and Memphis Fire Department has done the same with two of its employees. Nichols's family says anyone on scene that night should be charged with something. Yes. There were other officers that you saw, and they did nothing to help.
14: Mm-hmm. Exactly. Do you
11: want those officers to be charged as well?
14: Yes, I do. You saw them all walking around while my son was on the ground. You know, that's a dereliction of duty.
11: Nichols, uh-huh. a 29 year old father and FedEx worker, died in the hospital three days after the violent beating. <laughs> The release of the video brought hundreds of Memphis protesters out to streets Friday night. Many marched to I-55 and for hours blocked the bridge connecting Memphis to Arkansas. Protesters were out again today. I care about the city and I care about the people here. Something like this should never happen to anybody
2: Elise, thank you for your tireless reporting there. Today, some Democratic lawmakers in Memphis held a press conference calling for new legislation after seeing the video. What did they say?
11: Well, they are looking at more mental health evaluations for officers, more implicit bias training, and they want to see an effort to to stop fired officers from being hired by other departments. Those lawmakers, Adriana, say that bills could be proposed as early as next week.
1: That all seems so obvious that, like, it should have already been being done. Sky comic, good evening. So glad to see you. Let's hear from a local Memphis resident about his interactions with the said Scorpion unit, which has now been disbanded. because I'm pretty sure this isn't their first rodeo. They've been acting a fool for a while.
12: These officers hadn't been with MPD long and police haven't told us what units they worked with during their time on the force. But some who know the officers say at least one confirmed he and we're hearing several were with the newly created Scorpion Squad that MPD started in 2021 as a solution to fight crime.
15: Their job is to identify the target area, flood that area with officers, and suppress crime in that area, mostly by visibility. Just being present and having the officers there, it sees an impact on it.
12: And this audio from Broadcastify of police radio traffic the night of Tyree Nichols' beating specifically mentions calling more Scorpion units to the scene. You know, the Scorpion car pulled over to East Range and Ross, You have one running on foot. Cornell McKinney says the same Scorpion unit stopped him January 3rd, four days before Nichols was pulled over.
7: I actually read it on the back of their vest it said uh, MPD Scorpion unit.
12: It was at this Marathon gas station at Ridgeway and Knight Arnold as he was catching a ride with a
7: friend. All I hear is uh, freeze, get out the car. Put your put your hands up before I blow your heads off. Both of you get out the car. So put your hands up. So I put my hands up. And one of the officers proceeded to come to the car and uh, he physically pulled me out by my shoulder with a gun no more than a foot away from my head.
12: He says the officers in unmarked cars would never say why they had been stopped. He took this picture of the stop. They eventually asked who the drugs belonged to.
7: I said, man, I just went across the street to get a pizza and I'm on my way back to the house. He's like, uh, well, who's gonna around is this pound? I said, uh, well, can we call my lawyer? And the officers uh, he yelled out, well, this ain't court. This ain't a time for lawyer. I was like, man, I just came to get a pizza. So he was like, man, we just playing. It ain't a pound in a car. And he let me walk off.
12: He showed us his call log when he says he placed two phone calls to MPD's internal affairs to complain about the officer's forcefulness. But he says he still hasn't heard back. Then he saw the picture of the five officers fired in the Tyree Nichols case.
7: I was like, that's them. I said, that's crazy. That's them. I said, now they don't really hurt somebody. This could have been prevented if the eternal affairs took action like I was asking them to do. We
12: asked Memphis police about the stop involving Cornell McKinney and are also waiting to hear back. Those who know some of the officers are waiting to see how all of this plays out. Former Shelby County Sheriff's Captain Benny Cobb says he has spoken with one of the fired officers who he coached years ago.
7: It's been a roller coaster ride. Uh, emotionally for him he's been in my office uh, I prayed with him a couple of times oh you prayed with him with him and it's and now uh, as a result of termination there are more questions that's being asked I know the human person now, uh, if, if he's guilty, of what he's accused of and what he's been terminated for, of course, justice has to be served.
12: April Thompson, WREG News Channel 3.
7: And as April
10: mentioned, we are working to get more information from MPD about the stop involving Cornell McKinney and also the fired officer's involvement with the Scorpion Unit.
1: The Scorpion Unit. Seriously, sounds like something out of a G.I. Joe. Cobras. Couldn't get the job done. Had to call in the Scorpion unit. Let's hear from Tyree's mom. This was her response after the release of the video this the other night.
12: very difficult for me. I truly believe that there's going to be a greater good that comes out of this. And that is what keeps me going and continuing to fight this justice for my son. Because I'm not going to stop until every person that had anything to do with my son's death is prosecuted to the fullest of the law.
1: Indeed. That includes all the motherfuckers that were just standing around out there. take you down to Texas where cops be doing some nonsense down there. Three former Cameron high school athletes are dead after a police chase ends in a fiery crash. We should outlaw police chases.
16: You can still see where the vehicle went off the road, smashing into that tree, barreling through the fence and coming to rest here in this field where we're told it had flipped upside down and caught fire.
17: It's just so sad that
16: something like this happened. So young. Raquel Herta stopped on the side of U.S. 190 Friday to visit the site of a crash that claimed the lives of her daughter's friends 24 hours earlier. 19-year-old Fabian Bynum, twenty year old Darius Bynum, and 21-year-old Malik Thomas.
18: They were good young men. That's
16: all I can say. Milam County Sheriff Mike Clore claims Fabian was driving more than 20 miles over the speed limit between Cameron and Milano and didn't stop when his deputy tried to pull the vehicle over. The deputy then chased the three young men. Uh, It's it's very sad. It's um, very uh, heartbreaking. According to a Texas Department of Public Safety report, Fabian tried to pass another car during the chase and lost control of his vehicle, crashing into this field where the car caught fire. Really don't know how to take it at this moment, but with the, God's help and
1: what can we do? Cops should never help. initiate chases. Hope. And pray for the family.
16: Cameron High School confirmed the three young men were recent graduates and former athletes. They played uh, good sports at the Yo high school. They were just real good friends of everybody. They would get along with everybody. And there is a prayer vigil being held at Cameron High School this evening for the three young men that is open to the public. In Milam County, Shannon Ryan, Fox 7 Austin News.
1: Because here's the thing is I have been doing this show less than three years, just under three years, and we have covered 15, 20 instances of the cops causing someone's death by initiating a chase. I don't know that a chase is what happened with this story but yet again a cop and their reckless driving has resulted in an innocent person losing their life Northeastern University student 23 is killed after being hit by a police SUV while on a crosswalk. Seattle cops refuse to put the driving officer on leave since he was responding to a priority call. Refuse to put him on leave when he should be charged with uh, vehicular homicide. Janavi. Kandula, 23, was seriously injured and died a day later at the hospital. The officer who struck Kandula was returned to service two days after, he, after the hit. Police have not released the name of the officer and said the hit was accidental. This is a picture of Kenduli. Beautiful young woman who should still be with us. Kandula was struck down while crossing Dexter Avenue North near where it crosses Thomas Street in Seattle. The intersection's crosswalks are heavily marked by bright yellow reflective indicators. A large neon sign is surrounded by bike lanes and a wide median. Officers on the scene found Kandula still alive and performed CPR until the fire department arrived and took over life-saving efforts. She was transported to a nearby hospital and died of her injuries the following day. Cops said they were not investigating the accident as a use-of-force case, uh, noting they did not believe the officer had intended to hit at this, Well, it's, uh, it's near a college, I believe. Cops said they were not investigating the accident. Oh, at this point in the investigation, we have no reason to believe the officer intended to hit that woman. That does not matter. Police have declined to name the officer, only revealing they worked for the department since November of 2019. The officer who was behind the wheel has not been suspended, police said, but was merely told to take off their shift following the accident as a release day to deal with a traumatic or upsetting experience. I'm glad he got to take a mental health day. Or she could have possibly been a she. Seattle police said they would be withholding information about the police report as soon as they were able to do so and in consultation with Candula's family. I think I read that right, but I think that was a typo. Uh, We often talk about horrendous police departments around the country here on the show, and the Seattle Police Department is indeed one of them. But then again, you can go through, you show me a police department and I can show you uh, malfeasance, corruption. A dude, a dude on my TikTok video about Tyree said that, notice this doesn't happen in red states. DeSantis is doing a good job in Florida to which I responded, I cover police corruption in Florida almost nightly. Also, this happened in Tennessee, which is totally a red state. People, people. Ah, right-wingers are morons. Come back from the other side of the break. Uh, If you're sobbed, I'm not going anywhere. I got my beverage, don't need to tinkle. Experts are saying policing needs to be restructured. No amount of training is going to reform the police, according to Jim Jordan. I might agree with him on that one. Talk about the Paul Pelosi attack video of the attack released on Friday. We've got a hilarious clip from Fox News where some conspiracy theorist is saying some bullshit. And the video on the screen disputes what he's saying. The attacker called a TV station to tell his side of the story and to apologize. Wild, wild. The Trump campaign is kicking into high gear. George Santos gave a Holocaust speech. We have an Alabama politician that was arrested for sexually assaulting a woman who is now suing the cops for arresting him. Video of a, a home explosion in North Carolina, video of a tractor-trailer dragging a Kia behind it. Lynn Greenwald goes on Fox News to say that he's not a right-winger. I got a video that they say will make you pro-life. Gordon Peterson went on with Joe Rogan, had thoughts on Greta Thunberg. Zuby is going to tell us about Andrew Tate's hidden message. He's got a hidden message. That's why the Matrix is trying to take him down. All that and more on the other side of the break here on the Troll Patrol. Live. But if you're subbed, I didn't go anywhere. And I'm still here with you. And I'm going to get a little more high. We're going to bullshit for a few minutes. Everybody get back from commercial break. And we'll find out what that news be doing. How is everyone this evening? Apparently, France, which is still in the middle of protests over the raising of the retirement age, apparently the government is saying it's not backing down. 64 is non-negotiable. I I hate to tell you, but uh, I bet they got some things that'll make it negotiable. Got some Molotovs. They got some riots that'll make it negotiable. Girl of the Grey, good evening. So glad to see you. Bob, we're in commercial break. Anyone that's not subbed is getting a commercial right now. So we're just kinda hanging out. We're still on the topic of police reform. Uh we're gonna talk about one of the one of the proposals to make policing better is to disband all the departments and then rehire and retrain what they did in camden new jersey girl the gray brings up an example out of oregon i have to look into McMinnville. i know that camden new jersey did exactly that fired their entire police force rehired everybody have whole units that don't carry guns unfortunately here's the thing and like i'm gonna be a realist I try not to bullshit you guys. One of the reasons why police feel it's important to carry a gun in this country is because of the prevalence of guns. And you kind of can't blame them for that. So there's it's a compounding issue. As a matter of principle, I do not believe that officers should be armed. However, you are in a country where there are more guns than there are people in the country. And the idea that somebody's going to pop out of their car and start shooting at you when you pull them over, it's, it's not out of the realm of possibility because we see it all the fucking time. So the issue is a lot more complex than just, you know, disarming the cops. There should indeed be units, at least, that are trained for mental health emergencies and that aren't armed. I mean, <laughs> But even I say that, okay, so there was a woman having a mental health crisis that we watched last week here on the show. Cops came in, she started shooting at them. I mean, you, like, that's a horrendous situation to send a non-trained EMT into. I do not believe that gives the cops the ability to shoot her in the head, which is what they did. They shot her right fucking in the head. She's dead now. That was not the best course of action. Man, that video was wild, though. She, she should have been a police officer. She came out and shot the fucking body cam off of the cop. It went flying. IEMT training for police would also be uh, ideal in, an, in a utopian society. Police would be trained at least, you know, as well as a lifeguard at a fucking pool. I don't know that they are. I don't think that they are. I haven't seen evidence that they are. This the guy that uh, the guy that went on with uh, producer Dave the other night was talking about how he had medical training. Producer Dave asked him what it was, and he was a lifeguard at a pool. <laughs> Man, what kind of world do we live in? Oh, he was a diving instructor. Okay, I I undersold him. He wasn't a lifeguard. He was a diving instructor. <laughs> I I guess there might be a little more training in that to be fair to him. Oh, cat, you say? Do I have a cat for you? Is Smokey in here with me? Maynard has been trying his best to get away from the from the BB. The BB is aggravating the shit out of Maynard, which you guys have noticed every time I've tried to show BB on the on the stream. She's uh she's a wiggler, she's a mover. Constantly running around, she constantly going after the other kitties. She's so cute. What's not cute, though, is police brutality.
19: Much mythology about policing. They are not the crime fighters we think they are, right? We are sold uh, the lie that they are keeping us.
1: Ma'am, ma'am, I've been saying this for 15, 20 years now. It it amazed me when I, I saw the police up close and personal when I was news director of a radio station at the shit they got away with. That's when I knew how corrupt the cops were. So, like, this isn't a new phenomenon. A lot of us have been on the A cab side for a while now.
19: Safe. And the issue is that clearance rates are very low in most police departments. In some places, they have 50% clearance rates for murder. That means you flip a coin and less, you can literally get away with murder. Less. So the idea that they will protect us and keep us safe.
1: She's being generous when she says 50%. The clearance rate for most violent crimes in police departments is, like, 44% and for smaller crimes like somebody stole some of your property or some shit some some police departments it's single digits for shit like that i think the national rate is something like 14 percent.
19: that is largely a lie and for black and brown communities they're not the protectors they're the perpetrators i think the most shocking thing for folks is seeing this video and seeing how complicit black officers can be And from a historical standpoint in the sixties, when they integrated police departments, black communities were shocked when they saw people of their own community standing alongside white officers, participating in the abuse. That is not what they expected. And we're seeing that legacy here is that black officers,
1: brown officers. It's cold. there, like the hearts of these officers who are up on your screen. Very violent ends.
18: Hassan, talk to me about that legacy and what that legacy tells you about what actually reforming, changing the system, reimagining the system. What that looks like. What that requires.
13: Well, clearly yeah, Keegan, tell us about simply it. Simply to change the faces, uh, you can change the players on the field, but if you're calling the same plays and you're training the players the same way, the outcome is going to be exactly the same. Black folk, brown folk, uh, people of color do not have a particular genetic immunity. To the forces of white supremacy. And if we're training people to look at African Americans, to look at people of color, to look at Black men, to look at Latino men as particularly dangerous, Uh, then these types of things, or less than human even, then these types of things will continue to happen. So we need uh, serious structural reform, not just the integration of different people uh, into uh, the existing system and structure and, and culture of policing. We have to reimagine what does it mean to police equitably and to police communities and to have public safety in our nation's cities.
18: Nicole, uh, former Congresswoman Val Demings, who's also the former police chief of Orlando, has an op-ed, and I want to read you a part of it. Uh,
1: Voodoo, thank police you for department. that. Like, I, we should be giving out Narcan like candy. They should just be putting it in your bags at McDonald's, at, at Walgreens, at Walmart, just put Narcan down in there.
18: To take the lead to revise and reform use of force policies, hiring and training standards, and oversight and accountability. Officers on special units need to be highly seasoned, fully accountable, and regularly rotated. I I wonder if that feels then sufficient to you.
19: I feel like it's very naive. And I would like more officers, more leadership, police leadership to come forward and say that they know that there's an underground police system, in units all over major cities, there is uh, their own code, right? These officers, there's no manual that says that they can do this to uh, a citizen in our country, but they all participated in that culture. And I think to whistleblow on any of your colleagues in blue is to be, as in Chicago, dead on the street. That's what the Department of Justice found, is that whistleblowers weren't even safe so it is not really truthful to say we need new manuals there's already manuals that say that you cannot execute someone on the street the problem is police has their they have their own clandestine culture and to not participate in it means you do not get promoted dancing in the structure to be you know a sergeant and move up the ranks and many of the people that have made it to policing leadership have gone along to get along or they've turned a blind eye so it's really hard to hear police leadership say this when their unions continue to vote in the worst among them and also thwart reform at every stage of the game.
18: Well, Hassan, to that point, I've got less than a minute left, but I do want to ask you how much of this you think we can legislate our way out of?
13: Some of it around the edges, but we also have to realize that we have a decentralized police system so we can legislate in congress but in we can eliminate some things but we have so many different municipalities so many different police districts that legislation in and of itself is not going to be enough we do need exactly what correct we, said. we need to reimagine we need to restructure we need to reconfigure the way in which we police and that's more than just legislation that's the political will and that's a cultural shift that we need in this nation
1: Damn it, Tadpole. <laughs> our, our resident scatological expert. Speaking of scatological, this piece of shit right here, Jim Jordan might be onto something. We might actually agree with what Jim Jordan has to say. He was on with Chuck Todd this morning on Meet the Press.
20: Let me start with uh, what we saw. Senator Tim Scott, let me put up a quote, what he said. He said, we've been here too many times before. We cannot continue down this path. America can't not stand silent. Let it serve as a call to action for every lawmaker in our nation at every level. What action would you like to see Congress?
3: Well, I don't know that there's any law that can stop that evil that we saw that is just, I mean, just difficult to watch. Um, What strikes me is just a lack of respect for human life. Um, So I don't know that
1: And Jim Jordan knows about standing by while watching Evil. He covered up sexual abuse at Ohio State University.
3: That any law, any training, any reform is going to change. You know, this man was handcuffed. They continued to beat him. Um, And he was was Kevin Owens at the Royal Rumble. But as I watched it, I was reminded of when we had a hearing probably two years ago. When, when George Floyd's brother came and testified in front of the Judiciary Committee, and it was one of those moments where fact and truth and emotion all came together. And he, he said something in that hearing, he actually during the questioning portion of the hearing, he said, life is precious. And it was one of those moments that grabbed everyone in that hearing, both, both parties. And the fact that we saw that these individuals, these five individuals did not have any respect for life. And again, I don't think these five guys represent the vast, vast majority of law enforcement. But I don't know if there's anything you can do to stop the kind of evil we saw in that video. So uh, it sounds like you are not for any new federal regulation. Well, there's there's things we can do. I think there's all kinds of grant dollars that go out. There's reform that can happen there. We we offered amendments to a bill. Uh, Tim Scott had legislation that wasn't what the Democrats brought forward mm-hmm. a few years ago. Um, so I think there's some things we can we can we can look at, but. It's just a difference in, in I think, a philosophy. The Democrats yeah. always think that it's, it's a new law that's going to fix something yeah. that terrible. The cops are just a gang, you know. There's no, I, know I, the get the, I get the, I get the
20: ideological. You, I think the Tim Scott bill had a lot of financial incentives. Sure did. And the uh, George Floyd bill was, was some mandatory. But let me go through. Why not a federal ban on chokeholds? That seems to be that's agreed upon, right? You're you're well, comfortable with I, a full federal ban on chokeholds for well, police I'm, officers? Well, I'm for
3: the best training possible, but what I'm not for is what we saw there. I don't mm-hmm. know that any any training, any ban on there was no chokeholds used there. What they did there was just just continue to beat this this Mr. <laughs> Nichols, and so I don't know that that's the answer. But. Um, we we uh, again we'll we'll look at what we think makes sense to to help this to make sure they have the proper training but no amount of training is going to change what we saw in that video.
1: He's right. He's right about that. No amount of YouTube training channel. will change what you saw in that video. That is just it is an occupation that attracts sociopaths and psychopaths and it has become corrupted over the course of many decades. Don't have cameras. We didn't know what they were doing. People didn't believe. People didn't believe that the cops were abusing their power the way that they were. So I, I don't know where we go from here. The best course of action seems to disband the police departments and build them back up again. They brought up the the idea that the police departments are decentralized, which is something I point out a lot about our government like with elections. The decentralized elections is one of the ways you protect against fraud because like nobody is able to hijack multiple municipalities elections and because they're all administered on the local level and the county level that has it, it, it has its you know drawbacks and it has its positives I don't know how we proceed with policing because making it one big bureaucracy also doesn't seem like a good idea there might be too many agencies there should be more oversight from the federal government just ban sheriff's departments completely like i don't even know that we need but then again that's they are usually the ones that act as the arm of the court if a sheriff's department's duties were only restricted to serving summons and uh being bailiffs in the court maybe a sheriff department could still exist but they shouldn't be they shouldn't have the power to ticket people and arrest people i don't know Get very specific with the policing powers of the different departments. But I'm just spitballing here. I'm just spitballing. I don't know. There has to be some enforcement arm of the government to enforce contracts, to enforce the court orders. I draw the line at like just going out and harassing the public. I don't think there should be cops out here moderating your speeds. I just don't think cars should be able to go faster than like 65, 70. You can put a restrictor plate on a car. I think traffic enforcement should be done by camera and sent tickets. There there shouldn't be cops pulling people over on the roads. But once again, just spitballing. yeah you could do okay so yes voodoo that is you can take a regulator off the car uh really easily but then that's pretty easy to enforce when like there's only one person on the road going really fast right you know it's kind of it's easy to spot then (laughs) if you're the only person going 100 out there makes it a hell of a lot easier to enforce oh you took your regulator off All right, this is, this is one of the videos that I've been, multiple videos we're going to watch here. We're getting, we're getting to the insane shit on Friday. We were on, on Friday, we were covering the Tyree Nichols recovering that video, but there was another video that dropped on Friday released to the public for the first time and that was the video of the attack on Paul Pelosi Nancy Pelosi's husband and yes it is brutal content warning and the events that happened afterwards are insane you are going to enjoy the ride we're getting ready to go on other than having to watch Paul Pelosi get attacked with a hammer woof Okay, yeah, sitting
0: there. Hi, hey guys. How you doing? Oh yeah. What's going on, man?
7: good.
1: Hi. Hi. Drop the hammer. So I saw right wingers share. Oh shit. A little too far there. Share this exact screenshot out of like right when they first opened the door, and it looks like both of them are smiling. And they're like, see, they knew each other. Um, nope. Hey, hey,
8: hey, hey. What is Parking going on, right on right here? I'm not getting an answer on Whoa,
10: whoa, whoa. I'm getting
1: from the area that the area? I got him, I got him. has his sitting cow. Good evening. Paul Pelosi has his hand on the hammer that the path is holding. Clearly <laughs> <laughs> stopping him from being able to
21: yeah, <laughs> Give
1: me... He's some butt crack there. I'm sorry. I should've should hit the content warning. That all happened really fast.
0: Network 14, Network 10, Medics code 3 as well.
1: God the noise that Paul Pelosi is making. Hi.
0: How you doing? How are you? What's going on, man? Everything's good. Alright.
1: Drop You're the man. hammer. Hey, 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 hey. What is Pardon going on worry, right I'm now. not
0: getting an answer on call. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Whoa. i I got him, Michael.
1: just insane. Evermore,
0: ever 14, ever 10, back up, code 3.
1: You're hearing the audio. Oh, Pelosi uh, had his hand on the Man. hammer.
14: Yeah, <laughs> Yeah. The
1: pap grabs Pelosi's hand to try to like pull it off when the cops are telling him like, "Hey, what's going on here?" That's when he's like trying to grab Pelosi's hand and and get it off of the no, we're hammer.
21: No, we're 10.
22: Go
1: as well. And then he just takes a swing. You got it. <laughs> and I I will point out that I didn't realize how bad it was until like I heard the description like a day or two later after the attack that. He cracked Pelosi right in the skull. Nailed him with the hammer. This was a very serious injury to Nancy Pelosi's husband. I brought up conspiracy theorists. One of them actually went on Fox News. And this moment is golden. Gets called, Fox News called this dude out for being so stupid.
9: Uh, oh oh yeah, yeah yeah no the other issue is is look where where is the evidence of a of a breaking and entering i get what you're saying sandra about always casing the area there's video yeah, of him breaking through the house there's I ha- video, I haven't of seen a breaking... video of him breaking through the house
23: okay it's on the screen right now
9: Okay.
23: Um, I... no he's and i assume it's with okay. the hammer that he, you later see him with but there's clear video that we have been given outside of the house the attackers on the right side of the screen breaking through the house
1: got it
9: what, yeah. okay, great, maybe, maybe that's he's, true, he's clearly, maybe he's I'm wrong. using that to break in. Yeah,
1: yeah. Maybe that is true, maybe I'm wrong, as we're seeing him breaking, breaking into the house.
9: Breaking through the house. Got it. Well, what, yeah. okay, great, then maybe, maybe he's, that's he's, true, he's clearly, maybe he's I'm wrong. using that to break in. Yeah, yeah, okay, but, but what, can't we talk more about what, what is the DOJ doing? Are we supposed to just give a whole pass on such an important fact that's, that To me, I think I, I think there was a clear narrative that the DOJ wanted to, to propagate in this. Uh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: No, the other issue... What narrative did the DOJ want to propagate? I believe you're the one with the narrative, sir. Now, DePap actually called into a TV station. I assume he's still being held in some sort of facility, maybe it's a mental health facility, and he has a little more liberal access to the phone. Actually called in to a San Francisco uh, TV station. Chilling. We're going to hear from DePat, the man who just hit Bob Pelosi in the head with a hammer
23: we want to warn you the surveillance and police body camera video you're about to see is disturbing and graphic the lone suspect in this case david DePap, has been described as a homeless man with a history of mental illness and drug abuse he called into a fox affiliate newsroom in oakland friday night from jail and made some bizarre statements here is the audio from that call what
3: is an
9: important message for everyone in america you're welcome so I got
0: their names and addresses so I could pay them a little visit. I have a heart-to-heart chat about their bad behavior. I want to apologize to everyone. I messed up, what I did was really bad. I'm so sorry, I didn't get more of them.
23: The surveillance video of the October 28th incident
2: appears
1: to show DePat breaking into the back of Pelosi's- Buddy, buddy, that is not gonna be good for your court. I, I maybe you had a, a reasonable shot at some sort of insanity plea. Ooh, that ain't good. San Francisco home. Mr. Pelosi was able
23: to call 911. He sounded hesitant to get off of the phone with the operator. Take a listen.
0: He thinks everything's good. Uh, I've got a problem, but he thinks everything's good. Uh, Okay.
11: Okay. Okay. Call us back if you
23: need your
0: mind. No, no, no. This this gentleman just uh, came into the house. Uh, and he wants to wait here for my wife to come home.
23: Authorities say DePAP fractured Paul Pelosi's skull by swinging a hammer into his head after officers arrived at his home. Police body camera footage shows the attack. Again, we want to warn you, this video is graphic.
1: How are you doing? Oh are yeah. What's going on, man? Everything's good. Hi. Hi. Drop
24: the hammer. Um, nope. Hey, 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 hey. What is Pardon, going on right I'm now? not getting an answer on call.
23: A just very disturbing video there. Congresswoman Nancy Pelosi said she does not want to see this footage. As you know,
1: today there was a release of some information. Don't blame you, Nancy. Information.
16: I have not heard.
1: Of and ma'am, I spend a lot of time. I've spent a lot of time on my show ragging on you and bitching about you and telling you to resign. But my heart genuinely goes out to you in this situation and your family.
6: A 911 call.
4: I have not heard the confession. I have not seen the break-in, and I have absolutely no intention of seeing the deadly assault
16: on my husband's life.
23: DePAP now faces half a dozen state felonies. In addition to federal charges, combined, they could send him to prison for life. Reporting in Los Angeles, Christina Coleman, Fox News.
1: That's wild. You know what? Let's get a little more wild. Let's talk about the Donald Trump campaign. (laughs) It don't get any more wild than that. Trump is kicking his campaign into high gear in the early battleground states.
20: President Donald Trump was out on the campaign trail this weekend for the first time since he announced he will run again, making stops in New York to It's short. Carolina. NBC's Monica Alba is at the White House with
25: more. Monica, good morning. Willie. Good morning to you. That's right. The former president was back on the road for that first time since announcing his candidacy back in November, hitting two key early states. First, New Hampshire, where he said he's more angry and more committed to winning the White House than ever before. And then South Carolina. Now, these weren't his typical mega rallies, but the message, including lies about the 2020 election, remained the same. And though he's the first Republican to jump in this cycle, plenty others are expected to join, like Ron DeSantis, Mike Pence, Nikki Haley, I don't think and New Hampshire's Governor Chris Sununu, who recently said Mr. Trump is "quote not the influence he thinks he is." Now, all of this is happening as President Biden is still finalizing his 2024 decision, expected to announce plans as early as next month after the State of the Union. With I was ready to
1: say we're coming up on the Washington State of the this Union
25: week, selling his agenda, seen as a testing ground for a potential re-election bid. Willie.
20: Monica Alba at the White House. Monica, thanks so much.
1: Hey, thanks. Now NBC, not even, um, not even questioning it. Biden expected to announce a re-election next month. I've I've said it all along. I would prefer an open primary in the Democratic side. Uh, both as a content creator and as a citizen of the United States, who wants to see the best candidate possible. Content creator, it means more debates. Uh, But I've always said that the money is on Biden will run for re-election. And especially after the midterms and how well the the Democrats did, I expect he will run for re-election. Come on, man. Bernie has put the pieces in place to be able to gear up a campaign again. Smash, good evening, but I I don't think Bernie runs if Biden runs. Just like, I don't think DeSantis runs if Trump runs, but like, I also don't expect Trump to be a factor. I don't, I would vote for Smash. Smash. I don't think Trump will actually be contending for the primary nomination. I think he will be far too encumbered with uh, investigations, court appearances, indictments, I would say he's a non-factor in 2024, but if he is in the Republican primary, he'll probably win. I don't think he stands any shot at reelection, though. There was polling last week that showed that Trump was up on Biden in a generic matchup or in, gener- in a in a head-to-head matchup. I don't think Desantis runs against Trump. I think he's he's so young, and he can still ride the wave of being governor. I think he will bide his time. Biden his time. Come on, man. I would like to go one day without talking about George Santos. Today is not that day.
26: From both sides of the aisle commemorated International Holocaust Remembrance Day on Friday, including this one.
21: I would like to take a moment to acknowledge the grandmother of one of my DC staffers who is a 93 year old survivor of Auschwitz and is also one of the few survivors of her family who was tragically lost at the hands of Nazi murders. Anti Semitism is spoiler alert, that's not true. It is a plague in this nation and it is undoubtedly up to us to ensure this kind of tragedy is never to be seen again.
26: So, just as a reminder, George Santos lied about being Jewish, and not only that, he also lied about his grandparents escaping the Holocaust.
21: I've seen how socialism destroys people's lives because my grandparents survived the Holocaust. For a lot of people who are uh, descendants of World War II refugees or survivors of the Holocaust, a lot of names and paperwork were
7: changed. So he says he
1: fled the the uh, the Russian Revolution as as well, his family fled the Russian Revolution. Revolution.
26: That is it's amazing I'm, but but it, it's, it's just in the context of this very sober and somber moment of Holocaust remembrance
24: i mean there's no, no place shame. He won't go. exactly. I, I actually had in my office the house floor camera up, and when I, I was not alerted that he was going to take the floor, and all of a sudden I was like, oh no, he's not going to really do this right yeah, like, now he did uh, he's just trolling us uh, at this point, um, so yeah.
1: He, maybe, maybe I'm on his side now. He is trolling. He is a master troll. I got to respect the game, don't I? Hey, Justin, are you trolling? He left cupcakes,
24: rainbow cupcakes, out for reporters the other day. Yes, no shame is one thing here. But for all the distraction that is George Santos... I do think the campaign finance piece of this mm. is the piece we should keep our eyes on, because it is clear Kevin McCarthy and, and uh, House Republicans are not interested in doing anything about Santos. But if indeed there is a criminal investigation into his campaign finances that emerges with an indictment, that will change the calculus. That will all of a sudden, that will change Kevin McCarthy's behavior, uh, one would imagine, as it relates to George Santos. So I would keep our eyes on on what's happening with his finances it's pretty
21: much the only thing that might change the calculus because the unwillingness particularly on the house republican side is so high i mean this george santos i mean the audacity is kind of stunning on every level uh, to your point about the shamelessness of this act he's got big balls to see someone who is reveling in their newfound fame i think it speaks to <laughs> a, a new type of congress we have on our hands where we think that there are <clears throat> some figures who are there for the serious business of legislating, yeah. but there are other figures who are there for the very unserious business of just trying to become a celebrity. Well, yeah. here's the thing was about like on influencers.
26: You're not going to escape the reporters. Uh, uh, Raju doing the Lord's work, trying to get some answers out of George Santos.
21: Why did you amend your FEC reports to say $500? Let's let's make it very clear. I don't amend anything. I don't touch any of my FEC stuff, right? So don't be disingenuous and report that
1: I did. By the way, guys, apparently he uh, said that he had a treasurer that has denied being his treasurer and apparently forged his name or his office forged the name of the treasurer in his FEC filing. So that is what uh, Muniraji was asking about
21: you know that every campaign hires fiduciaries so i'm not aware of that answer and we'll have an answer for the press regarding the amendment from yesterday well, where, where, where what was the source
24: of your funds sir what was the source of that money
1: mr santos i don't think he used the word fiduciaries
24: right why did you list the wrong name of your treasurer on your campaign finance forms i'll have
21: a conversation with you when you become a better honest
24: reporter <laughs> i'm asking you directly honest a,
21: reporter and <laughs> you know that.
26: now this is all good and and until the feds come calling
18: right yeah and then department of justice investigation right And the fbc's looking into i mean i think that that totally changes the calculation it, I, I think that everything we've seen to date has been relatively um disingenuous me,
1: me 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 um you should see the dude that lost to him he's a crusty old white dude that might be terms of service i probably shouldn't say that he um he's very unappealing
18: but I would also argue that we've entered an era of politics where a lot of politicians lie about things. That being said, you actually had Donald Trump, what was it, yesterday, saying that George Santos told a lot of whoppers. And so when you have uh, the former president, who uh, was known not to be the most honest, uh, calling you out for your level of honesty, there does perhaps, you know, elevate that situation. But I agree with everyone here at this table. I don't think it changes. Like, nothing changes the calculation for House Republican leadership unless there's an actual investigation.
26: Yeah, and this is all
1: despite the trusty butthole, you say. <laughs>
8: Life is too short to walk this earth for a crusty asshole. Wash your
1: ass. Globus, good evening. Somebody shout out Globus for me, please. Handing out the life lessons. Be sure to wash your asshole. Life is too short. Walk through life with a crusty ass. George Santos had the audacity to give up and give a get up and, and give a speech about Holocaust Remembrance Day on Friday, even though he lied about his family fleeing the Holocaust. He lied about being Jewish. He still had the audacity to get up and give a speech. We're also talking about his apparently forging the name of a dude that he said was his treasurer, but is not his actual treasurer. The fact
26: that according to a new poll out this week, uh, his constituents want him to go uh, 64% of Democrats, 49% of Republicans, and 59% of independents, New York state voters, say he should resign. Meanwhile, uh, t- Alex, just listen. This is Kevin McCarthy responding to questions about why he won't do something, really anything, to try to at least cordon off George Santos it's something, from, anything, uh, member in good standing in the House of Representatives.
21: I try to stick by the Constitution. The voters elected him to serve. If there is a concern, and he has to go through the ethics, we'll let him move through that. The voters of his district have elected him. He is seated. He is part of the Republican conference. You know why I'm standing by him? Because his constituents voted for him.
1: And apparently Kevin McCarthy knew about but like... Speaker Paul Ryan put it just- And this is the wildest thing, is that he posed as somebody from Kevin McCarthy's office. Like, as, as, was it Kevin McCarthy's communications director? Santos or somebody in his office posed as if they were working for Kevin McCarthy's office and issued a statement on his behalf. Wildest thing. A few weeks ago
26: it, he was elected but based on a fraudulent candidacy it seems.
20: Look I think it's not totally indefensible as an argument to say that the guy got elected and I don't particularly want him to be elected And but here we are and so uh, let him participate in the business of the body. It's very hard to make that argument in a convincing way when you're also trying to kick Ilhan Omar off the uh, Foreign Affairs Committee because you object to uh, elements of her, her worldview, right? Yeah. She was also elected by uh, her constituents in, in, in Minneapolis. And so if you, if you take the view generally that, You know, the voters are the ultimate arbiters of all this and we have to be deferential to them. You need to sort of stick to that. I will say this is totally characteristic of Kevin McCarthy to uh, make decisions based on the most short term calculus possible and then make a different set of decisions whenever that calculus changes. But look. He needs that vote right now, or he thinks he needs that vote right now. He doesn't want a special election on Long Island under these circumstances. But the problem is, you are going to need to win that seat again in two years one way or another. And if George Santos just sort of strings you along until he actually winds up running for re-election, that's a bigger headache. Or if the voters of that district see you and your party as coddling this guy who's just an unbelievably offensive
10: character.
1: We're on a a four-seat majority in the House. Good luck to your next candidate.
7: Yeah,
26: and I mean, his colleagues among New York Republicans are basically making- That was a
1: Democratic district. And the Republicans only hold the House by four seats. So that would be a seat that they would lose. It's a GOP district? No, he he beat a a Democrat. It is traditionally a a Democratic-held seat. No, he beat a a Democrat. He lost, and it was because the turnout was depressed. He lost when he ran in 2020. He won with less of the vote than he got in 2020 and lost. So it's a very... I I don't know what's going on in that district, but that seemed like it was a a depressed turnout in a Democratic district, and that seemed to be a thing that happened in safe Democratic districts. The turnout just didn't show up, because I guess they weren't worried about things like... Uh, Roe v. Wade. Uh, Drake, we heard from him. We heard from the guy that lost his seat to George Santos. And, like, he was like, there needs to be a new election, La And, like, well, you probably shouldn't run. You lost to him. Like, how do you show your face after that? How do you show your face after you were an Alabama politician? That was credibly accused of sexually assaulting someone. How do you not only show your face, have the audacity to sue the cops that arrested you? He said he'll get away with it because he is Perry Hooper. That's what his accuser says he told her. The Montgomery hostess who accused former state representative Perry Hooper of sexually abusing her claimed Thursday that he suggested he would get away with the offense because of his stature in Alabama politics. Elizabeth Daly's statement issued Thursday through her attorney, Diane James Davis, also claimed Hooper betrayed and violated her. Their agreement to her uh, to request the charges be dropped in exchange for Hooper publicly apologizing, taking accountability for his actions and never speaking negatively about her. The charges were ultimately dropped by the Montgomery County District Attorney's Office last month. Daly was referring to Hooper's lawsuit filed Wednesday against the city of Montgomery. The Montgomery Police Department and its police chief accusing them of arresting him in an obvious political setup by his enemies. So she agreed to drop the charges against him if he would agree to publicly apologize to her accept responsibility and not speak bad about her anymore. And he turns around and sues the police department for arresting him. Wild. Hooper has been a long time outspoken supporter of former President Trump in public statements and opinion pieces from media outlets. His lawsuit suggests that is a reason for, uh, for an effort to discredit him. The catch-up, lord. What's going on, my friend? Hooper's lawsuit also included a request for a copy of the video of the alleged incident and referred to the footage as laughable. This politician, Trump supporter in Alabama uh, was facing charges of sexual assault. All the woman asked for was for him to publicly apologize and accept responsibility and not talk bad about her if she'll drop the charges and she did she dropped the charges and the next thing he did was sue the police department for wrongful arrest but since you're new here allow me to tell you what we're all about uh my name is justin Freakin'. we find out what that news be doing sunday through thursday at 8 p.m eastern and the other thing i'm known for is wanting to piss in dan cransaw's open eye hole give me that eye pussy sir So, that's what we're on about here. So, the audacity of that motherfucker in Alabama. Over in North Carolina, I've got some wild video to show you from inside a home. Apparently, CPI uh, operator alerted first responders of an explosion and they apparently were able to save the home from being completely destroyed but we do have video from inside the home of the explosion lenny good evening my friend so glad to see you he called firefighters after this explosion
22: happened in their home near sawmills channel 9's dave faraday spoke with firefighters about what they think caused this
9: well, firefighters tell me if it wasn't for that early alert from CPI, the home here near sawmills most likely would have been destroyed by the fire. Investigators say it was a portable device used to jumpstart a car battery that was being charged inside the home that exploded. Good use of visuals. Jefferson Miller shows us where she was charging the portable jumper box in the kitchen when security cameras captured it exploding and flames spreading quickly across her kitchen. She works just down the street at Sawmills Elementary and says she had no idea about the fire until an alert went off from CPI security.
23: Had he not been doing his job, my house would not be here.
9: We were there today as Teresa and her husband Larry met the CPI operator who alerted both firefighters and the family to the explosion and fire. The early notification allowed Teresa to well, get this is shortly after the fire started. She says she rushed in this door and was able to quickly douse
7: the flames.
15: He was our angel for the day, for that day. He he, he don't know what what he did for our lives.
7: It was just an honor to
15: actually be
9: there. Oh, and he's crying. I want to hey, hug his, his, his uh, honor. big the teddy bear ass. Sawmill's fire and Rescue with a $5,000 check this morning. They showed us what's left of the jumper box that exploded inside the home. Firefighters believe the lithium battery in the device overheated.
15: If the battery is hot after you just got done using it, don't plug it up yet, let it cool.
1: We are continuing our run of fantastic mustaches. This dude, what what do you call this? It's not a a handlebar. It's very, it's got wings. (laughs) Oh, oh, ketchup lord. This, is, this has been a running joke on this show. I keep pointing out just, just amazing mustaches people are sporting. We, we had a reporter in Atlanta named Nick Wooten. Darn tootin' Nick Wooten. He he retweeted me. I I clipped that from the show. He uh, he says he wants to start using darn tootin' Nick Wooten as, as his sign-off. <laughs> A story so sweet that it's given us all diabetes here's the thing is usually there's not whole i mean at the end I give you an animal video and that's usually wholesome content. We don't usually do wholesome content we're usually watching like brutal murders, police violence, war, politicians lying, cheating, and stealing we don't we don't usually get wholesome content around here i I play you the wildest shit from the internet every day
15: cool down. If it's cold, same thing.
9: And firefighters tell me the money donated today will be put to good use, buying and replacing equipment used to fight fires here in Caldwell County. Reporting from Sawmills, I'm Dave Faraday, Channel 9 Eyewitness News.
1: That, that, was, that was wholesome all the way around, so I'm, I'm glad I could bring, and I, I have other wholesome things. It gets a lot less wholesome though. Yeah, we get into Jordan Peterson and and, and uh, Glenn Greenwald and possibly Ben Shapiro down here. It gets a lot less wholesome. I think Ben Shapiro gets bumped for time though. I don't think anybody's going to I don't think anybody is going to be upset about that. We'll play Ben Shapiro some other time. Oh, but I got one more wild video to show you before people who are not subbed on Twitch Oh, you'll find out, catch up, Lord. got one more video to show you guys before those of you who are not subbed on the Twitch have to go to commercial break. That's what we do. We play all the commercials at once, three minutes. You don't miss any content. Usually, I just get high with uh, the people that are subbed. Sometimes, I play my own commercial breaks. I'm going to take you to Kansas, where a tractor trailer drug a Kia down the road wilder crash scenes
22: you'll
9: ever see. The woman dragged in her car for eight miles on I-435 by a semi-driver is now out of the hospital. That driver telling police he had no idea she was there. I'm John Holt.
11: I'm Lauren Halifax. This all started at 435 in State Line Road and that's where Fox 4's Dave DeMarco is tonight with video you will see only on.
1: I've never driven what you you call it a Class D vehicle. I would imagine that you would be able because like Driving a normal vehicle, you feel the bumps in the road, you feel everything that's going on, you feel if you've got a flat. How can you not feel? I mean, I know you got 18 wheels under you. How can you not feel a car? Even if even if you can't hear it, you would feel it. You would feel it in the wheel, wouldn't you? There has to be some sort of a uh, uh, drag turbulence that happens because there is a car under your wheels. I, truckers can't do meth anymore, can they, because they're so tightly regulated. Fox 4.
10: And those salt truck drivers witnessed this crash right back here and then quickly followed behind when they realized that semi truck driver wasn't stopped. You can see the headlights. That's where exactly the spot where she hit it. Samar Thacker had been salting parking lots as the snow fell Wednesday morning and was sitting at the light at State Line Road ready to get on 435. Video captured on a fellow SALT truck driver's phone shows a semi going on a green light through the intersection and the Key Forte smashing into the semi's trailer. She's probably
9: going at least 30 miles an hour when it happened, 30-40 miles an hour, and then next thing
10: you know, that car's just wedged underneath there. Thacker expected the semi-driver to get out, see if the other driver was
9: okay. But that didn't happen. We heard a huge boom. There was a loud bang, and I mean, I thought that he would have felt that or stopped, but he did not stop at all and just kept going. Video shows what
10: happens next. Joey. Got on Good evening. 35 westbound, dragging the car alongside it. By the time the semi made its way to Metcalf Avenue, you can see a salt truck with its flashing white lights falling behind and another alongside the semi driver.
9: Yeah, we were honking. We are trying. I mean, we tried to get we tried to get in front. I didn't try to get in front of my truck, but my buddy did. And, I mean, he just, he did not. We tried to roll our windows down, slow him down, and he was not getting our attention at all.
10: He's on a deadline. You could see the helpless woman moving inside and feared for the worst.
9: She uh, got unstuck for whatever reason from that spot she was. She could have got ran over by those rear wheels, and, I mean, that car, that Prius would have gotten smashed, I think.
10: After eight miles, Overland Park police finally stopped the truck at Lackman Road. They found a 28-year-old Kansas City woman stuck underneath with the roofline partially collapsed.
13: They fire route to track. The female party is informed us she can't move or get
10: out. She told police she'd left a bar and had been drinking, but believed she was able to safely drive. A <clears throat> 20-year-old semi-driver said he thought he hit a curb and his vehicle felt a bit sluggish afterward. I'm just surprised
21: he
0: didn't stop.
10: I mean, to go eight miles with the car getting dragged. So, pretty incredible video there, John. Leawood police do continue to investigate the crash.
1: Yeah, I'm stunned. Absolutely stunned over that. I don't know how that happens. That poor woman, you shouldn't have been drinking and driving. Do not drink and drive. Do not imbibe alcohol. Now I get a lot of shit. People are like, don't you drive high. I don't encourage it. Don't drink and drive, don't be intoxicated as you are driving. His 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 truck felt a little sluggish afterwards, I bet. He's bounding down. I butchered that song, I'm sorry. Cancel Justin for that one. When you come back from commercial break, if you're not subbed on the Twitch, well, here, here, we're going to do, we're going to do this one real fast. Then we're come we're going to come back and we're going to do right-wing chuds. The other side of the break, we're going to do G- G- Glenn Greenwald. Why the fuck his name up? Glenn Greenwald, Bryson Gray, Jordan Peterson, Zuby, Zuby talking about Andrew Tate. But before Lady B, Good afternoon at 10 p.m. I know it's afternoon for you, Lady B, coming to us from the down under. Zuby is indeed a a cunt womble. One more more story here. We're going to see the other night in Abington, Virginia, a couple of inmates escaped. They have now been apprehended. This... Uh, ring camera footage was one of the things that helped apprehend them I wasn't going to play it for you but you guys are going to because I was like is this story even worthy of being played on the troll patrol yes it is because wait until you see the owner of the property whose ring camera helped catch these motherfuckers Happened in southern Virginia. Breaking news tonight. No, no I don't
9: think it. so. We have surveillance video from a home security system that captures the two escaped inmates hours before they were captured.
18: News 5's Adriana Austin spoke with the homeowner tonight about how that security video helped police catch the dangerous suspects.
17: Take a look at this. Cody Fauber says his girlfriend woke up to a ring security camera alert Friday. And this is what they saw.
15: Around 11 o'clock, my girlfriend actually noticed that she had gotten the notice notifications. Um, so she told me about him, so that somebody was sneaking around
1: the house. Ha- Cody Faber is like my new hero. I hope this dude is like some kind of personality on YouTube or something that I can look up he has like a, a wilderness channel where he teaches you how to. Uh, cooked meat that you've you've hunted up in the woods. Look at that duster. Look at that hat. This dude has a drip about him.
15: House last night. Uh, So I looked on the ring camera, uh, went back through the videos, saw where it detected um, people, you know, kind of going through the trailers and around the lot.
17: This as a manhunt was ongoing for Johnny Brown and Albert Ricketson, who escaped the Southwest Virginia Regional Jail in Abingdon the video was captured at a house off of cup Hollow Road in Hawkins County oh,
1: potato good four evening
17: miles from where the two escaped inmates ditched their stolen vehicle
15: I sent the pictures the steals that I took from the ring camera onto um, the detective at Hawkins County and um, he was going to forward it on to the detectives that were working on the case and
17: that footage brought dozens of officers to the area
15: and then I guess you know 10 15 police out here by um, 4 o'clock today or maybe even sooner and looking around the property and finally found him down on the neighbor's barn at the end of the street. They were um, both of them were hiding out in the loft I guess just trying to stay warm.
17: Both were taken into custody. Faber says he's glad no one was hurt and stresses the importance of home security cameras inside and outside of your home
15: but it's just you never think stuff like that's going to find its way out to your house. I mean, especially even for Virginia. I mean, you know, an hour and a half or so away, but it does. I mean, it ends right here in your front yard.
17: Reporting in Hawkins County, Adriana Austin, News 5, WCYB.
1: They didn't even seem, you know, even a little bit alarmed that the light came on as they were walking by. All right, if you're not subbed, you're going to get an ad here in a second. If you are subbed, I'm going to hang out with you here a couple more things to do before we get out of here when Greenwald goes on Fox News and talks about how he's not a right winger Zuby is going to tell us about the hidden message in Andrew Tate Jordan Peterson went on with Joe Rogan it's, it's, a, it's a lot of chuds when we come back but I've also got bear selfies and I'm going to tell you how you can see the green comet this week It's going to be visible. Apparently Twitch isn't. Chuds indeed, Lady B. Chuds indeed. I'm sorry. It wasn't like I didn't time it right, I guess. Twitch said it's still another 20 seconds before you can run an ad break. Lynn Greenwald is indeed an idiot. And I think he's going to be making an idiot of himself. Oh man, those, those robot security dogs are wild. I'm not completely against the idea of having a tool like that for certain. Like there are things that we use dogs for that I think are abhorrent that we use dogs for them. And those dogs in that instance are a good thing. Um, Bombs on a battlefield might be a, a, a good use of a thing like that, but given the state of policing in the U.S., I can't imagine that those things will not be used for nefarious purposes. If you're watching on Twitch and you're not subbed, you're going to get a commercial break. If you are subbed, I'm right here with you. Oh, how you guys doing? Mezzer, good evening, if you can hear me possibly. Bow wow wow yippee yo yippee a death rose in the motherfucking house G. I'm trying to think of something that was on my mind and I don't know. I don't really have anything on my mind. What's on your guys' mind? What do you want to talk about for two minutes until our unsubscribed friends come back to hang out with us? A bandana feels a little tight. Not gonna lie, I feel like just like throwing the bandana off. We Louisiana banned your drugs. Drugs? Oh, kratom bans. Did you need gender affirming care? I know there are horrible bills currently in Louisiana to target the trans community. Also, uh, uh, kratom ran through my mind. Beth. You know, there's been a big crackdown on meth in the last 15 years. I. I. Maybe. Maybe crack is your drug of choice?
0: Okay. I was on crack. Right. Right. <laughs>
2: well.
1: I'm not really familiar with the Kratom. Started talking, realized I was still muted, but I've already taken my hand off of the the mouse. Everybody tells me it's like a mild opiate. Uh, my pillow guy I didn't even get to that. My pillow guy is not the head of the RNC, unfortunately. I was on crack. Right, right. <laughs> right. I was very much looking forward to that because, like, you know, agent of chaos, right? Ronna McDaniel was uh, Ronna McDaniel was re-elected as chairperson of the RNC over the weekend. Unfortunately, I was rooting for Mike. Um if, if Kratom can help people get off H pills, then my God, it's a shame that it has been an out, it has been outlawed in, in so many places. So welcome back to everybody who might have got a commercial break there. We're going to go over to Fox News where Glenn Greenwald says he's not a right winger.
21: My next guest, Glenn Greenwald, posted this tweet. If you find yourself constantly saying this, Oh my God, I used to love this great leftist, but then he overnight turned into a far-right fascist. Maybe it's worth reflecting on whether you are stuck in an archaic left-right framework with no relevance to neoliberal global power. Joining us now from Rio de Janeiro, Glenn Greenwald, the Pulitzer Prize-winning journalist and the host of System Update on Rumble. Now, I know you weren't talking about yourself, it was Russell Brand, but you get that a lot. I loved you as a left-winger. Why did you sell out, become a right-winger? What's the larger message about journalism? when you hear those kinds of critiques
1: i think perhaps maybe he always was a fraud i i'm gonna be honest and say i didn't see through glenn greenwald i mean there there have been plenty of people that have been sounding the alarm of greenwald for a while
9: i think one of the things it's probably a natural cycle of history is that at some point in the past certain uh, issues and debates are at the forefront, and certain alliances form, and ideas about what constitutes left and right get defined. And then, as those issues change, as power centers transform, the alliances shift. Um, you know, I I haven't really changed any of my core views at all. You could go and back to 2010 and hear me saying exactly the same things I'm saying now. But I used to say them on CNN and MSNBC, and now I more often say them on Fox. I think that's because on questions like war, on the security state, on corporate power, on international institutions, a lot of the opposition and skepticism has come more from the right. That was Donald Trump's 2016 campaign against Republican
21: and Democrat. What? Let's turn to the limits of Beltway Punditry. Another, I
1: told you it was kind of bothering me. (laughs) We're going bare ass on this one. Going commando. All right, this is a video that I am told will make us pro-life. We're gonna watch this video and we're gonna be pro-life. This is friend of the show, Bryson Gray. Warning, it could have Homophobia, transphobia, who knows what, what what could be contained in this. But big big bold capital letters. This video will make you pro life.
14: So I went to the March for Life in Washington, DC. Uh oh yeah, that happened weekend, the other day. And it was a beautiful event, and I met a few people uh that work for different pro life organizations, and he showed me a video that left me stunned stunned. I told him I'll give him full credit and I'll post his entire video. His name is AJ Hurley and nine months back, Live Action did a video about this on YouTube and it only got like 60,000 views in nine months. Um, And I mean, I don't know if my video will get more than that. Probably not, but I have Is he
1: going to show his video and claim that it's a... It's disturbing. Just to give you a little bit of the backstory. fetus has been born live or something.
14: Offering help to those going in there to get abortions. They were offering to take care of the kid. They were offering to pay for light bills. They were offering a bunch of things. And then biomedical waste company pulled up and picked up some boxes. Um, And of course, this is an abortion clinic. So they actually stopped the truck, told him what he was doing and he was stunned. And he then went over his it. papers because he didn't know what he was picking up. So he told them he would turn the other way. And all they have to do is go get a box, but don't take multiple. So they took one box and what they found was disturbing. Without f- further ado, I will play the video and the guy who gave me all this information, all, all of he he will be in the description. I will even pin his ass. I think he and you yeah. were full of shit. Uh, but everybody needs to see this.
10: This is happening.
1: That's not real
9: down your street. Everything that we've been talking about is real.
21: Please, end this.
9: Please, do something about the greatest atrocity, the greatest human rights-
1: I'm pretty sure you all knew what was coming, right? This is not real. ...defenseless
27: human beings that are systematically being eliminated on your street
1: i you know on the one hand i i feel the need to cut away because of graphic content but on the other hand like that's not real It's, it's not real, and it is an obvious fake. So this is a baby girl. She
9: has several um, lacerations on the back of the skull. One is in the occipital region back here.
1: He doesn't even know what the occipital region is. As you can see, the skull is totally broken. I, on the one hand,
7: yeah, that's the, I'm
1: really worried about terms of service, but on the other hand, it's not real. She has other trauma to the left of the parietal region and to the right, parietal too. That is 100% plastic. It is so fucking obvious. video didn't make me pro-life, that's for sure, Bryson. drawn. It's just more of this. Those aren't children. say there was an instance and we we covered this not that long ago that a far right group actually did steal medical waste from an abortion clinic in DC and that is probably what those quotes were in reference to but it 100% um, they weren't showing us shit that they stole from that, that clinic but I think they are being prosecuted by DC police because you know They stole medical waste. Let's go to Jordan Peterson.
22: Up yours, woke moralists. We'll see who cancels
1: who. He was on Joe Rogan the other day. Talking about how we live in a thirteen year old girl's delusion or some shit.
22: Of a disturbed thirteen year old girl. How did that happen? And then, you know, Greta Thunberg showed up and I thought, oh well, there we go. Now we've
1: got the we've got the thirteen year old. I feel sorry cow. for her.
22: You know, because she was chased into this apocalyptic terror that we're trying to enforce on all our kids. And then you think about her position, you know, so now she's all afraid. And her mother's facilitating that like mad. And then, you know, she announces her fear, her neurotic fear, essentially. It's driven by negative emotion. And, you know, Macron says to her, Oh my God, Greta, you're absolutely right, and bows. It's like, What the hell's a girl to think? You know, because what right. she really wants mm-hmm. is to freak out a bit and for someone calm and reasonable to say, Hey, look, kid, you know, the apocalypse has always been on us. It's always the case that the future has the possibility of being
1: dreadful, but you know we've. Wait, wait, wait. Okay, I was going to say like I say that a lot. I actually agree with Jordan Peterson, but he's not saying what I always say. What I always say is societies have always thought that the uh, that the end of the world was coming. Like since the like beginning of time, people have thought the world was ending. So that's why like I try to couch kind of dystopian notions that I might have by that lens that historically everyone's thought the world was coming to an end. That's not what he's saying. He's saying that we're always on the precipice of the end coming.
22: Conquered terrible things in the past and overcome massive obstacles and there's no
1: reason at all not to Progressive assume. Progressive on. Good evening. Same thing: That's think, a very important point.
22: Well, yeah.
1: It's, it's such an important point because there's never been a time ever where everything was perfect well that's for sure there's never been a time ever environmentally where the earth was stable no if, if you go I mean stable you know currently kind of like guess what the weather's going to be but if you look at like models of like thousands of years it's never been flat it's always been up and down oh, yeah. heats well, up the earth was an ice ball many times many times yeah
22: so yeah yeah well he Red
1: is cosplaying Harley Quinn times thank you our, my favorite chatter past where the CO2 levels and the oxygen levels were so fucked up Stupid, we were fucking suit. losing all life on earth right right and then this can, yeah, this can well, happen see
22: the, the the antithesis to that is to believe in something like the paradisal the intrinsic paradisal stability of well-balanced mother nature right it's like yeah a bit but no not really there's a lot of variability a lot and a lot. of course that kind of variability I'm, I'm lubing you
1: guys to, up for your a
22: certain amount of debate so to echo play, right, but, but
13: it, it doesn't deny that human beings have an impact on this
22: either. Like, no, no. Well, this is why, like, this is why I really respect Bjorn Lomberg, You know, because L- Lomberg's hard to grasp because he forces you to think complexly. You know, he says, yes. "Well, we don't have one problem, carbon dioxide, which is, you know, I don't even think it's clear that carbon dioxide is actually a problem." But we can leave that aside. That'll get me in trouble with the college of psychologists again. But you know, Lomberg says, it's look, it's a factor. You know, yeah, it's a fa- it's a factor. Yeah, yeah. But there's lots of factors and God only knows what the most pressing problems
1: that confront us truly God only knows what he's talking about. I, I took my headphones off for what, 5 seconds. I come back, I'm so lost. This dude you mean... Truly are when I I
22: wandered through the ecological sustainability literature about 10 years ago and you know, I concluded couple of things. One was that the best way forward to a sustainable planet is to make everyone who's poor rich as fast as you possibly can. And that's no, Lomberg's. Yeah, I don't
1: like Benzo's voodoo. Because right.
22: it turns out if you get people above about $5,000 a year in average GDP, they start taking a long-term view of the future instead of scrabbling around in the dirt trying to get lunch, you know. And You're going to burn everything up around you to stay alive if you have to. Right. But if you, if you got a bit of wealth and now you can think over
1: you know, maybe, oh uh, yeah, you I see. What, I've been around people that are taking water. benzos, though.
22: Then you actually start being concerned. About, yes, you're right. You know, this the is quality, benzo brain. The Aesthetic quality of the local environment, and so I was so excited when I found that. Down. Oh wow,
1: was like, oh, this is links. So cool. Good evening. So, yeah, Thank okay, you for being a freaking too. follower.
22: Work really hard to provide cheap, reliable energy. You know, at the lowest cost possible to the widest number of people worldwide, and the emergent consequence of that would be the whole planet would clean itself up. So that wouldn't that be great? Because we could make our goal the eradication of absolute poverty, which we actually done pretty good at eliminating over the last 15 years, but we could really make that a goal.
1: Isn't it disgusting? My favorite chatter. Isn't it disgusting? He gets millions of dollars to just blather on about nonsense. It was the same way with those two Fox News chuckle fucks we were watching earlier in the show. Uh, where that dude just completely disreliqued going to war with China would be a real war. Iraq and Afghanistan, they weren't real wars. And it was just such a downplaying of all the human suffering of the last 20 years. Sudden Apollo, good evening. What'd that news be doing indeed? Unfortunately, we already, we already exhausted our news tonight. We're on to the chud portion of the show.
22: And then one of the consequences, of that inevitable consequences, would be a greener and, and healthier planet. And then you think, well, why aren't we doing that? And that's a question, all right. And I think part of the reason is <laughs> I've been trying to understand the driving ideas underneath this global, global ideas and tyranny that seems to be developing from the top down. And I think it's driven, at least in part, by this religious vision that I already described, you know, that you have to construe culture itself, especially industrial culture, as the tyrannical father raping and pillaging everything in its way, which is unbelievably dangerous way to think too one-sided and uh, the the the
1: idea that Wait I think you just described you know capitalism as a father that's like raping and pillaging the earth and that's kind of true understand the driving ideas underneath this
22: globalist utopian tyranny that seems to be developing from the top down and I think it's driven at least in part by this religious vision that I already described you know that you have to construe culture itself especially industrial culture as the tyrannical father raping and pillaging everything in its way which is unbelievably dangerous way to think too one sided
1: wait who who thinks like that that doesn't make any sense he's talking about like the capitalists in one in one breath and he's talking about the capitalists who have this religious vision but the wokes think that there's a father that
22: rapes and pillages and i think part of the reason is i've been trying to understand the
1: driving ideas i think i think part of the reason is is i've been trying to understand the just absolute nonsense that's coming out of your mouth and i shouldn't do it i shouldn't even attempt it underneath this globalist utopian tyranny that seems to
22: be developing from the top down and i think it's driven at least in part by this religious vision that i already described you know that you have to construe culture itself, especially industrial culture, as the tyrannical father raping and pillaging everything in its way, which is unbelievably dangerous way to think, too one-sided. And uh, the, the, the idea that you have to impose limits to growth on people in order to have a sustainable planet, and that's allied with a view that probably stems all the way back to people like Paul Ehrlich in the 1960s, who really believe, really believe, truly, that maybe the planet should only have 500 million people on it or a billion, you know, in relative poverty or two billion barely scraping by because otherwise they're going to be wrecking everything and, you know, controlled by some top down authority that makes bloody well sure that no one's consuming too much. And so when I look at ideas
1: like that, that first is Jordan, Jordan, there is no top-down authority that's going to tell you that you're consuming too much. They want you to consume. That's what drives the capitalism. What in the fuck are you talking about? And I'd like to point out that Joe Rogan advertised this episode of Jordan Peterson being on his show as probably the best conversation I've ever had with Jordan B. Peterson. He was focused and on point. Focused and on point is not what we have been listening to just now i've been trying to understand the
22: driving ideas underneath this globalist utopian tyranny that seems to be developing from the top down and i think it's points of acid maybe by this religious vision that i already described you know that you have to construe culture itself especially industrial culture as the tyrannical father raping and pillaging everything in its way which is unbelievably dangerous way to think, too one-sided, and uh, the, the the idea that you have to impose limits to growth. It's a dangerous way to think because it's too one-sided. I don't even know what that statement means. Both on people in order to have a sustainable planet. And that's allied with a view that probably stems all the way back to people like Paul Ehrlich in the 1960s, who really believe, really believe, truly that maybe the planet should only have 500 million people on it or a billion you know in relative poverty or two billion barely scraping by because otherwise they're going to be wrecking everything and you know controlled by some top-down authority that makes bloody well sure that no one's consuming too much and so when i look at ideas like that that first assumption you know the planet has too many people on it it's like i don't like to hear people say that because when i hear that i think okay buddy Who exactly are you thinking about getting rid of? Oh well, it's not like that. It's like, yeah, it's like that. It has to be like that. It It is absolutely woke moralists. We'll see who cancels who. Oh, buddy, who are you getting rid of? That first assumption. You know, the planet has too many people on it. It's like, I don't like to hear people say that because when I hear that, I think, okay, buddy, who exactly are you thinking about getting rid of? Oh well, it's not like that. It's like, yeah, it's like that. It has to be like that.
1: I, the only time I ever hear anybody bring that point up is like right-wingers, as if they imagine the World Economic Forum has said it or some shit. It
22: is absolutely like that. So, you know, it's easy to get all paranoid conspiracy theorists about the WEF, say,
1: and maybe there's some... See? See? That's exactly what I was talking about.
9: As a conservative, it's getting harder and harder to not look like a kook.
1: links exactly right and here's the thing is like I don't think that suit is Brooks Brothers it's another it's another fancy tailor or something like he had it because we 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 showed the video of him showing off his his new suits that were custom made for him
22: utility in that but you know I don't think anybody's sitting at Davos going well we have, we got to scrap 7 billion people but If the underlying narrative is the one I just described, you know, virginal planet, tyrannical patriarchy, and rapacious individual, and you believe, well, we're overpopulated, like Paul Ehrlich has believed since, really, literally the mid-1960s. I don't know who Paul
1: Ehrlich is. How is it not going to be that the policies that you craft... I love that this video that I'm showing this re-upload of has its own grift inside of showing the grifter. Beautiful. 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 Uh, Zuby. Speaking of grifters, man, I've had some smooth transitions tonight. I would—I didn't bring it up. Um, but I had some—I had a smooth transition earlier. It was when Tadpole made some 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 comment about scat, and I was like, "Speaking of pieces of shit, yo go." Here's Jim Jordan. Oh, I think the video I was going to show you has been taken down. Zooby. this happened to me by the way like I'm not sure that the video was taken down because it looks like I'm able to get back to it I got a notification that they had actually covered uh, the Facebook feed of my video, and I would assume it's because of the Paul Pelosi video. Here is Zuby Grifter telling us about Andrew Tate Grifter how he has a hidden message. Everyone's missing.
27: And I said this during my interview with Andrew, um, and this is a concept that I would really like to ingrain in every listener's brains. I wish I could broadcast this to the world, is You can eat the meat and spit out the bones. Mm -hmm. If there is an individual out there who is.
1: You can eat the meat and spit out the bones. That's what he said. I would like to show you. Video I just put up on TikTok right before we came on. You've been wondering what former Congressman Madison Cawthorn has been up to. Let me show you. Let's get right in there. Yummy. Mmm. That's actually really good. A little more bum. (laughs) He thinks this is how stem cells works. (laughs) 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 Chomping down on some raw deer deer meat. Follow me on TikTok. I'm I'm hilarious. Nothing nothing wrong with deer meat. It's actually fan-fucking-tastic. It's covered in blood, dude. Mmm. He's pulling the liver king. Liver king here. We just took down a Mongolian yak. That's how you do it, boys. Yeah, it it, it seemed like he had a hard time swallowing it, didn't he? Let's get right in there. Blood is dripping off of his mouth. Mm-hmm. A little bone. A little, rib. a little bone. A little more bone? Well, that might be bullet.
21: <laughs> God, a little <laughs> lead poisoning.
1: <laughs> oh, I love that. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. You can, you can pull the bone out of the meat.
27: I really like to ingrain in. Every listener's brains. I wish I could broadcast this to the world. Is you?
1: I'm I'm Justin freaking on TikTok. By the way, I've 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 hit my niche now. I know I know what to do on the TikTok.
27: You can eat the meat and spit out the bones.
1: Mm-hmm.
27: If so there Madison is anyone out yeah. there who is espousing views or ideas or is doing whatever, look. First of all, there's no person you are going to 100% agree with on absolutely everything. Okay? There will be
1: Look, virtually everything Andrew Tate says is wrong in like the worst possible way. So you should disregard every fucking thing that dude says. There is nothing you should listen to him for.
27: Things that people do or say that you may find objectionable, offensive, and you know, or even down downright downright wrong or even even immoral in some cases. But if someone also has a massive positive, inspiring, mm-hmm. motivational message out there, then take.
1: That's what I always hear when, when people talk about Andrew Tate or Jordan Peterson when I encounter their fans, is that they've, oh, they've got a positive message. They've done a lot of good for men. I'm like, ow, what? I hear, I hear a lot of people say that, make that claim. I don't know how.
27: You can take the positive and discard the negative. They can't you, do
12: it, do we? Th-
27: this this is the thing that that, that blows my mind because, look. Firstly, what's ama- what's been fascinating, seeing this, you know, the Andrews rise, especially the first six months of this year, right? Is why is this happening? Mm-hmm. Why, right? P- people exactly, are thinking, voodoo. people are there. Like, oh, I don't like what he said about this. I don't like. I'm like, dude, calm your emotion. Why it's happening
1: was a multi-level uh, marketing scheme that he employed on social media where he had a bunch of other people cut up his content and share it out, and he juiced the algorithm.
27: pushings down for a second. Why?
1: Tate is still in a Romanian prison as of right now.
27: Is someone like that able to? You might not- he,
1: he, he said that cockroaches
27: are his only friends at the moment. Like him. In fact, even, I'd say especially if you don't like him, mm-hmm. you should be more curious as to what is this vacuum that exists in society and in culture, particularly with young men, that is making them go latch onto this person's message and delivery and so much of what he's saying, right? It's not its not the misogyny or the sexism or the this yeah, is. or that. In fact, I'd argue a lot of the popularity is despite mm-hmm. that, right? Despite some of those comments he's made, despite those things that you've seen and some of those clips where it's like, okay, I'm not defending yeah. that one, right? But its it's the rest of it. And people don't even want to kind of do any analytic, analytical thought and critical thought of like, okay, hang on. I don't, you know what? I don't really, I don't really like this guy and what he's saying. Like, I don't, I disagree with a lot of this stuff. But oh, okay, he's making some good points there. Oh, okay, you know what? Actually, for the past few decades, maybe the message that men have been receiving, young men in particular, hasn't exactly been like positive and inspiring and encouraging them and motivating them. They're not hearing.
1: Oh yeah, young men are not hearing a good message. They're not catered to is what he's saying. We live we we, society has started focusing on everybody but men. What is it like when you don't have equality of God, I forget what the saying is. Equality can feel like When you're used to privilege or something like that,
27: this message from, in fact, they're, they're getting the,
1: there is a, a feeling, a palpable feeling of discontent in society that is overall caused by the, by capitalism and just the general disconnect. Has nothing to do with men not receiving good messages is
27: mm-hmm. it right they're being told they're toxic they're defective girls women don't even need them anymore <laughs> um you know your mental health who cares like in the uk at least i think it's uh number two in the us but i know that in in the uk i believe under the age of 40 between the ages of 18 and 40 the leading cause of death in men is self-deletion right people don't even know that those who know it's just like eh. Whatever. You hear about all these other issues. The leading cause of death. People are here screaming, COVID, COVID, COVID. The leading cause of death is...
1: Okay, we'll do something about it. Give them a society where they can feel a purpose. Where they're not just working as a clog in the system, working for some nameless corporation. Doesn't give a fuck about them.
27: People offing themselves. Mm -hmm. Men offing themselves. Like, What is going on in society and in culture that's causing thousands, millions of men to even consider such a thing yeah and no one no one's like thinking on any deep level it's just watch a 30 second clip and react with my emotions and not form your opinion it's like dude like i know for a fact andrew tate and his message has helped deviate Mm -hmm. thousands at least of men from considering Mm -hmm. self-deletion or other types of self-harm i know that that's true that sounds unfortunate actually you may think oh okay i don't like this message, American, or, I don't good like that or I don't like that, or but to not even we could have had just a mad mass exodus of chuds. It's like people who have like if Andrew Tate didn't exist, syndrome, they that can't acknowledge that he did anything good. Doobie just made the
1: best argument for deplatforming Andrew Tate.
27: But yeah it's like you know what you might not like the fact that he's orange you might not fact like the way he but speaks. i think you there's might...
28: i think there's the yeah. reason for that is that i mean they just can't do it one if you're if you're emotionally wired yeah. hardwired to to have an emotional reaction to everything you can't get past that so it's like all you can hear is tate talking about the one yeah. thing you don't like you don't have that ability to separate or to say well i disagree with this but look at all of this you just mm-hmm. you don't
1: you lose that but there is no the all rational. this yeah. You what know, a weird argument to make. Six here,
7: hundred. Yeah.
1: pounds. Sumo wrestling. Oh, it's UFC, or I'd totally put that up. Socks is driving me crazy over here. We're almost done. Hold your horses. The baby wants attention. Uh, This week, you will get your opportunity to see the rare green comet as it passes by the earth. God damn it, (laughs) Socks. I'm also having trouble with this video.
28: Is that maybe you're not used to seeing. We've got a rare green comet that's heading towards Earth, getting closer to the orbit, and you may actually be able to see it at home. As we look at some of the details behind this, we will be seeing some changes here, and uh, as it gets closer, it's actually going to become a lot more visible, especially by February 2nd. Now, the comet itself, it's a rare one because we haven't seen it on Earth in 50,000 years, and that was during the Stone Age, so a very long time ago. That's That's when, you know, mammoths walked the earth, saber-toothed tigers.
1: So chances are, chances are uh, nobody living has ever seen it
28: the whole shebang. Now over the next couple of days, here's a look at what you, will you want to be looking out for. You really want to go really late at night or early in the morning. That'll be your best time to see this comet. But it is green in color, so it should be easy to spot. But the easiest way to spot it will be with binoculars or even a telescope. Now the comet itself called Comet 2022 E3 ZTF. It's got quite a name, but here's a look at what you can look out for. These are pictures from NASA scientists and you can see the green glow around this comet. Now, the interesting fact behind this comet as well, not only is it old, but it was actually just discovered recently within the last year, around March of last year. So, very new to us. We are still trying to uh, figure it out as it gets closer and by February 2nd, you may have the chance to see it yourself. Now, do we have a cloudless night in storm? Just in time for comet viewing. Let's toss it over to Matt.
21: Thanks, Ashley. I think the marketing folks need to get a hold of that comment and do some work on the name there. Uh whatever. T- twenty twenty three EZTF, whatever that was. Nice try, man.
1: Nice try. I had hope in you. You didn't you didn't know the landing. She was really good though. She's a good broadcaster. Alright. A bear in Colorado. Found a wildlife camera and it took a shit ton of selfies or it allowed itself to have a shit ton of selfies taken perhaps it's smiling oh it's adorable we don't do wholesome content here on this show Og, strike pose that's did i say hey to you cocaine bear i'm looking forward to cocaine bear i told you guys that uh that trailer popped up uh i was watching something on playstation i had to go grab curiouser and be like have you seen this happened not far from where we are so like both of us were familiar with the story that it's loosely based on but it looked like they it looked like they did a really good job with the movie had like a shit ton of character actors that you would know you don't know the
21: name of
1: Oh, I thought it was streaming somewhere. This is not cocaine bear. This is a wholesome bear. Well, oh, there was a sto- there was a story with this. There's hundreds of selfies, but they're not showing us all of them. Officials witnessed an unbearably funny sight recently after reviewing their wildlife camera now. Now now now.
22: I was on crack.
1: Right. Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> City of Boulder, Open Space and Mountain Park said a bear discovered the camera that the agency uses to monitor wildlife across Boulder's parks. Of the 580 photos captured, about 400 were bear selfies. Bear selfies. Here's one of the bear taking an inflatable Christmas decoration. I think we watched this one actually. Bears are cool. He thought he was gonna get some dinner. When he bit into that, I bet he was really disappointed. Glad he didn't get electrocuted because it looks like there's something hooked up to it. There's an air pump, maybe even lights in it. Poor bear. He thought he was gonna get a. Thought he was gonna get a snack. bear selfies for the bear selfies the simple bear selfies that was horrible don't let me do that stop letting me do that It was wild out of nowhere like some kind of ad or something popped up on me and I thought it was when I hit this browser over here to go um, see who's on do some raiding I think EchoPlex is yeah EchoPlex on already I get confused on times throughout the week You are watching, ooh, yes, Dr. Ivermectin. I'm always downloading Russian porn. Uh, now the Russians aren't, aren't what I do. I like the Indian porn. Um Dr. Ivermectin, interview on Echoplex Media. Go ahead, light one up, tip one back. I, I should have hit the sexual anarchy, shouldn't I?
10: you live in sexual anarchy
1: go ahead light one up tip one back it's all right to have a little fun before you hit the sack i'm justin freaking we'll see you tomorrow night on the troll patrol live